Hey, yo. Welcome. I got a lot of energy right now. It's but I I don't know why I have all this energy, but I just figured usually I start the show on low note. I'm starting a higher note, so you stay up there with me. Welcome to another episode of But I Don't Know Though. My name is Avery Mason. I'm here with my co-host Phil Hunt. Phil, what up? Hey, how we doing, people? Pretty good. Good. Hey, we good. Hey, man. Ain't getting nobody pregnant, right? <laughs> What's about? Knock on wood. Now I'm scared. Oh, shit. <laughs> now you got me nervous. Let's sell them more. COVID test or pregnancy test? <laughs> both, both after both the quarantine. Same, same height. You know what, though? Since they got those at-home tests, now I've been noticing, you know, the, uh, was it WebMD? What is it? CityMD here City in the MD, city? Yeah. And the, uh, what is the other name? It's, it's very, uh, damn, it's right on the tip of my tongue. The whatever the the testing sites just in the vans or, or lab on the corner stuff. Yeah, rapid, they rapid. don't have as much to do now. There a lot of them have just been standing around and sitting around. Like, everybody got the at home test now, dog. They be handing it out on the street like flyers. Say, y'all, man, yeah. you want a free test? Get your free test. All right, cool, man. Everybody got testing, that testing, now. Testing. So. Yeah, I, I just don't like the fact they got us doing it at home now, man. But I guess you know it's safety. But uh, how's your week been? You been up to? Yeah, we've been good. Checking out some playoffs. It was fun watching Brooklyn get eliminated. Uh, people just, you know, like that saying: the bigger they are, the harder they fall. So I guess for basketball, it could be the better they are, the harder they fall. Of yeah. like all those teams. You know, we've been waiting all, all year for KD and Kyrie to finally play. And, you know, the vaccine, the whole vaccination hold up, which mm-hmm. you know we support Kyrie. And whatnot. I thought the whole thing was dumb. I agree. But, you know, the reward went to the team that played hard and stuck together and played all year. You know, you can't turn it, turn, just turn it off and turn it on when you want. And that's the lesson that the Nets found out. And the Celtics didn't talk any shit. No one expected anything of them this year. And they were the better team. Yeah, none of those super teams did good either. The Lakers either. Mm-hmm. The Lakers were absolutely garbage. Worse. I mean, you would have thought with a team with four future Hall of Famers, maybe five, if you how you feel about Dwight Howard. None of them. None of those teams made it. The Lakers were what eighth place before the playoffs even started. Oh no, right. tenth or something. They dropped lower. And it's like people are like, you can't bring LeBron. He's doing 30, 30 a game, easy, and. Um, yeah, I don't know who's going to win this year, but I've already made my pick as the 76ers. I like how they're playing. Oh, no, as of the time of this, pick. as is, no, I, I've been, no, if we if we go back in time, I've been saying the Sixers before when we was watching the playoffs. Um, if you, at the time of this recording, um, the Sixers have eliminated uh, <clears throat> Toronto, which was a great game. That last game was a blowout. And um, Tyrese Maxey, you know what I'm saying? That that that's a future. Yeah, young future boy's right got it, man. He's got this spunk. He plays hard. You know what I mean? Every game, that's that's and, what you want. And that's a complete team right there. They got everything. So that's my pick. It's been my pick. I will show you my FanDuel, who is not sponsoring this podcast. I'll show you my FanDuel bet, who I chose to win it all. Yeah, and it yeah. was always Philly, Philly. Philly's mine because I'm a big Harden fan, and mm-hmm. I, I've 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 got taken some beatings over the years for being a Harden fan. And even when he got to the Western Conference Finals, mm-hmm. it was more of Josh Smith and who else was on that team? It was, that just 
Josh Smith just randomly hit a bunch of threes. Yeah, he and did. I don't that know. That was the yeah. year everyone expected Blake yeah. Griffin and Chris Paul to do. Yeah, Lob City. Weird enough, Lob Blake City. Griffin was on that Nets team. And you go, was. whoa, man, like, the dude's basically a three-point shooter now. His his knees haven't worked since that white woman put him on child support. <laughs> like, he was dunking like hell in, uh, you yeah, know, you for the Clippers. Clippers yeah. And then day one, when he went to Detroit, yeah. the white woman was like, I'm not moving me and these kids to Detroit. Child support. Oof. And his knees just, just stopped working. working. And then he didn't dunk again until he, he got to Brooklyn. Yeah, then he, he was changing his game. He had to change his whole game. Lob but, City. But, but then he, that first day in Brooklyn, that first week, he was catching some lobs. Yeah, he was. He was. And, and then the knees caught up with him again, and he ain't caught one since. Nah, I, I thought he'd been dominating because it's uh, crazy. It's sad to see. You know, he's, that, you know, time catches everyone. Everybody. Like Vince Carter didn't make the NBA 75, which is insane. He didn't? He didn't. Wow. And you think about growing up as a kid, and I mean... He, yo, he brought the dunk contest listen, back. He brought it back. Maybe it was because... And I mean, I was having this debate in my head earlier about, like, were things better because they were slower? Meaning we had less choices. Like, mm-hmm. you know, dial up on the internet that it's like, even if you had it, it's going to take two hours to download whatever you want to watch. So, back then... I lived on Moody Air Force Base. That's in Valdosta, Georgia. I'm a military brat, for those of you who don't know. Nothing to do down there. We, there was a Boys and Girls Club, the youth center. So we were like the Power Rangers. We met there every day. I remember all of us like stopped playing basketball, went and sat in front of a little-ass TV, and watched All-Star Weekend, Saturday night, Vince Carter and that damn dunk contest. And, I mean, he had the grown men, like, shacking them or on the sidelines. They were watching him like a little kid. Yeah, because... he put his arm through no, no, He was doing stuff that no one had ever seen before. And this is... Now, a lot of you... Some of you listening may not understand that Instagram was not around. There was YouTube. You had to see it then or you didn't yeah, see it? Yeah, YouTube. I think YouTube was no, there. YouTube hell wasn't no. around? YouTube in 2002. Or I one? Think, I, mean, it wasn't, I believe it, it was one, or it, it might have been it, 2000. No, it was, YouTube was around. It wasn't what it is no, now. YouTube, no, YouTube. There was no YouTube. Can you look it up? Look, well, look it up. I'll, I'll, YouTube I'll starts put, in like 2003, 4. Put, put five push-ups on it. Put right, five, yeah, yo, yeah, put, yeah. put five push-ups on it. All right, deal. Put five on it. Yeah, so uh, it starts about 2005. Bro, you can look it up. And, I'm going to Google then, it then, you, then you can film who doing the push-ups, because I'm pretty sure it's not me. <laughs> anyway, YouTube was not around. But you had to you had to see this. Like, I was in the college doing my, my, my boys. He was all watching. So, like, I can't believe what he just did. Mm-hmm. You know, I never seen nobody jump and put that. What does that say there? By the, YouTube was officially December launched. December 2005. But when, when did it start? When did it start? December 2005, bro. It says it was official. It was out. It was After high school, bro. 2005. Nah, no, let me go. Uh, like in middle school. Let, let's, let me go with Vince Carter real quick. in year 2000. Like I, I, I'm telling the story. You interrupt the story. Go ahead. Go ahead. This, I'm, is, I'm this gonna... is like when we was in the studio and I, what did I tell you? It was Women's Day. And you was like, no. Wait. <laughs> no I'm right about this. like, why are we getting the pettiest Shit. arguments? That is like, bro. Shit. I don't got to do five push-ups. They're like, come on, nigga. I, I can't go look at all of this stuff. Since 2005. I was clearly telling the story of there was none of that right. shit. You watch your push-ups now we, or after? We, we had you do them after. 
Okay, thank God. I don't want you to get tired of taking naps. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you arguing with me over petty stuff. It's not Women's Day. It is. <laughs> I don't be knowing this. I just said it. Well, no, I just remember all of this stuff because it's all life-altering events. Like it was, I said, it was. there was no DVR. No, you had to see None it live. You had to see it live. Maybe you could get a DVD of it well, later. But, you know, that wasn't an easy thing to do. You had to be there you Saturday night. To... Saturday night, All-Star so, Saturday yeah, night. We all that. crowded around and oh, watched that. So, for, you know, him to not make the NBA 7, you're like, Yo, he was a good. He started. He, he started he on most teams. He game changing, yeah. the most popular player in the league, or at least one of the top two or three at the time for yeah. like five, ten years. Yeah, and then you know it just sucks because there's some kid that just has no idea who's this old guy on the Hawks. Yeah, and then you you watch it now. I mean, context is everything. This is over twenty something years ago. That Vince is doing, you're like, oh, he just jumped and put his hand to the rim. But, like, nobody could do that. So like, I was saying, and, and that was the thing. Kept it sexy, but didn't do no gimmicky shit. No, it was all straight no, up dunks. No, we not turning off the lights when we dunk in the arena. We not, you know, jumping over no cars. Mm-mm. I'm not dragging out no, you know, Five somebody's grandma yeah. to jump over. Not dragging out some uh, somebody to sit in chair and hold the ball yeah, up. I'm not yeah. putting on no cape Mm-mm. like Dwight Howard. But back to that Vince was that amazing. And I feel the same way now watching Blake Griffin that you go, damn. Yeah, there's cool. a kid that has no idea. Who, yeah, what he which did. Which John Morant did one the other night. And I mean, in game, yeah, that just was, yeah. like took off. I didn't expect that. I thought because he took off from just past the free throw line. Yeah, I was like, "What's yeah. he about to do? It Try to catch a foul?" He crazy, body. and Ooh. it's so quick. It was. It was intense. Then you're I just was, like, oh. "Oh shit!" I don't know about you, but when I saw it, I was like, yeah, "Oh yeah, shit. yeah!" It was embarrassing. <laughs> nah, but it, yo, even in that same contest, Phil, you we there was the whole contest was it was it was solid from top mm-hmm. to bottom. Steve Francis, Tracy McGrady, I think um, Francis is my favorite player to watch. Yeah. Him and Coutinho Mobley. Oh man. That was a great back that was a great backcourt. They didn't win no game. Nah, but they could but ball, listen. Man. And you know, typically when you tossing uh lobs, alley oops to people, for those of you who don't hoop or listen to hoops, it's guard to center. Mm-hmm. They were had centers throwing the two smallest guys on the yeah, team. Lobs. Yeah. Backdoor lobs. It was so fun. Nah, but Steve had hops. Remember man, mad I... sports back in the day? I do. Like Steve Francis never won a ring, but he got the most appearances on mad sports. Yeah, I mean, Steve had, like, I just wish when he first came to the league, they didn't have that old issue where they sent him to Vancouver when it was the Vancouver Grizzlies. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want to be up here. And I'm not... I think he played for like a season, but he demanded to be traded. No, he never played for them. No, so he they was, traded him to Houston. Okay, and got was, and they got big that country. Shit, that's part of the reason that they left Vancouver. They're like, shit, people don't want to play up here. Vancouver Grizzlies. I never... I was like, yeah. who's, who's watching the NBA in Vancouver? Like, hey, man, you know. They couldn't even sell out. I'm not what it is. You know, Toronto got some hoops in Jurassic Park. The little uh, thing behind the stadium, they be packed. So, you know. Vancouver's all about hockey. You got to give things 10 years or so to catch. Like, even going back to Brooklyn, a lot of people will be like, who's the fans of the Nets? Because they came from New Jersey that, you know, most people in New York are still Knicks fans because. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, give it 10 years. There'll be a kid that won't ever know that they were never in Brooklyn or never in 
they won't New know. Jersey. Like, they won't know like who Derek Coleman. This is like this is our generation, <laughs> right? Which I, I I do hate the Nets team name. I hate that it implies that they're winning. Like that is part of the goal. It'd be like if a football team was named the Goalpost. Right. It'd just be like, but why? The touchdowns. Got like you. cut that shit out. The Brooklyn caught another net today, and it's like, oh, did so they like win? when a comedian has hilarious in their name. Oops. Oh, oops! No, it's, it, hold on. No disrespect. No to disrespect Jess at all. But I don't know. No, but we just we're just talking. We just talking. We're not no talking about her. To Jess, hilarious. It just, you you could you could also said like the entertainer. Well, we're you just, know what I mean. Well, yeah. Cedric is Cedric, but the, the, there's but not I'm, a lot of those. But you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, absolutely. We're not. There, you know, local. A lot of local people who just. Something, something, John the Hilarious. And you're like, why'd you do that? So now when I say your name, I have to say the Hilarious? It's like a tribe called Quest. (laughs) You gotta say that every single time. Do you remember on the boondocks when they roasted it? He's like, it's like a tribe called Quest. You have to say the whole thing. <laughs> a pimp named Slickback every time. A yeah. pimp named Slickback. And he just called him. Can I just call you Slickback? Slick? No. <laughs> it's like a tribe called Quest. You got to say the whole thing. You got to say the whole thing. <laughs> so, yeah, it's annoying when comedians do that. Or even when they comedian Phil Hunt. Just Phil Hunt, bro. Like, yeah. Was that your name for your whole comedy thing? You never had like some kind of weird name and then changed it? Uh, when I first signed up, I, and I don't know why we have this idea as kids or as comedians um, that like someone from school is going to see your name on the marquee. And it's like, they won't be putting your name on the marquee for a long time. Don't worry about it. So, yeah, when I first signed up, I just would write Philly Phil. Philly Phil. Yeah. So for probably, <laughs> then people started thinking I was from Philly. But right. really, it was just the only way I heard, ever heard my name sound cool. And there was this girl. Wait, so this... no one ever confused you with the sandwich. Why they call him Philly Phil? Because he only likes cheesesteaks. Wait, like... what? <laughs> no, but people did think I was from Philly. <laughs> you were the expert on So that was starting to be an issue. Of, like, he's in Indian. Are you from Philly? This, there was this pretty girl in high school. And mm-hmm. she called me Philly Phil all the time. My man, Philly Phil, what you up to? And she was fine. Like, so you back in the day, that's fair. So yeah, the girl just, gave you that name, and I mean it works. You know, it flows. You know, it's alliteration. Yeah, and like I said, I just didn't want, you know, my aunt driving by and looking up at the marquee and Phil Hunt. When the fuck he start doing comedy? I'm telling his mom, and that motherfucker ain't never been funny. And, and, and in your mind, that's what happens. But right, it's like, right. boy, they ain't putting your name on a marquee for a long time. Then people, like I said, started asking me if I was from Philly. And, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. and, you know, after I think probably the second month, I was like, well, I'm all right at this. Hey, well, I could write Phil Hunt. They didn't write my name on the marquee. Of course. None of my old high school classmates pulled up. My aunt didn't stop by. At all. It's like, all right. Damn, Phil- you've been there two months. They ain't put your picture on the wall yet. Phil Hunt. <laughs> so... <laughs> And I mean, I, then the second name change was that I was filled with two L's as my name is spelled. I remember that. And people kept not that. writing the second L and then they would like get defensive and be, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'd have to be like, it doesn't matter. It's just. Yeah, it's, they're still saying it right. Phil. Uh, it's, it's still Phil. So I was like, let I me just, that. let I me do that. people the favor yeah. of removing the second L. 
Yeah, uh, you, you saved us a letter. Yeah. So then you can tell your name story because well, you, you were Kev forever. Yeah, no, nah, okay, so those of you listening may not notice it. I'll, I'll break the fourth wall, which Phil hates, but it's all right. My actual real name is Kevin Mason. That's my real name. The reason I go by Avery is because when I started acting, there was already a Kevin Mason, and he had already put money down on that name. So once that name, you know, once somebody got money on it, you can't What do you mean it. money on it? Sorry. Is that, uh, you mean that literally or just no, I'm dead, that he I'm, had put in work and what No, had, no, no, no. I'm dead serious. Was popping like, as Kevin Mason. No, I'm, I'm dead okay. serious. He put money on it. In the union. What you, do you mean? You, oh, in the union. Yeah. You, you can't. I couldn't. Like, so, for example, Will Smith. If my name was Will Smith and I come to join union, I can't join union as Will Smith. I'd have to be Willard Smith or Willard K. Smith or something like that. Because yeah. that name is your brand. So, there can only be one Phil Hunt. This ain't Highlander. You ain't going to fight it out in the oh, street. Oh, within the right. guild. Whereas, that's not an issue in that's, comedy because nah. we don't have a damn union. <laughs> That's why there's Michael B. Jordan. It's like nobody... Michael Jordan's in this movie? I'm going to go see it. He's right. acting now? It's you know, like, he nah, was, Michael B. Gave up basketball. Now he's acting. This is great. You go and you're like, wait, wait. That ain't, This is Fruitvale Station. Where's Michael Jordan? Where, 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 you know, so right. it, I went by my middle name, which is Avery Mason, which is what I use on everything, just because it's easier. But when I first started comedy, I didn't go by my name. I went by Big Kev. Because I was close to 300 pounds at the time. And, you know, everything about me was big. And so I just went by Big Kev. You're also 6'3 or 4. I'm 6'4, yeah, yeah. So, so that's, that helps. Naturally. Big Kev. And um, I, changed it. I changed it to my regular name, bro, because um, of A.G. White. I went and did. He used to have this room in Brooklyn. Uh, I don't know if he still does. Round 2 Cafe. It's in mm-hmm. deep Brooklyn. I went there, did it. And, I, you know, did my set. Got off stage. The first thing he says to me is, man... So, Big Kev, huh? I said, yeah. He said, so that's the name you want to go by? <laughs> he was like, when you make it to MSG, they're going to bring him and say, yo, give it up for Big Kev. And I was yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. And he went on that for a little bit. And then he was like, all right, man, but good set anyway. But, you know, all right, Big Kev. But sometimes you need somebody to say that to you. Yeah. To say, like, what are we doing here? Like, remember Kevin Hart was Little Kev? Little Kev the, the bastard. bastard. Yeah. That it's just like... Brother, I am glad you became Kevin Hart. I think it works. It's almost the same amount of letters on either side, yeah, which yeah. I've had people tell me about yeah, my name. It's Phil Hunt, P-H-I-L-H-U-N-T, four, four in front, four in back. So his name is almost that. But, but So then you go, Little Kevin the Bastard. And that's one of those that, you know, my mama used to always say, or older people would say back in the day. It ain't what people call you. Yeah. It's what you respond to of like, why it sound like somebody's insulting you? Yeah, little Kevin. Like somebody was like, you know, little Kevin, the fucking bastard. <laughs> the one that don't know his daddy. Because <laughs> that's technically what bastard yeah, that's means. that's what it is, yeah. Which, I mean, he obviously knows his father. If you listen to Kevin do comedy, he talks about it. So you go, why are you, you cussing yourself out in your name? Mm-hmm. And I don't know who straightened him out. I would argue it was probably his it was, mentor, um, Keith, Robinson Keith Robinson, or somebody. Yeah. In his book, like, Look, he, he talked about it. Keith Robinson was like, so you get in the comments, <laughs> like, you, you want to be known as Little Kev the Bastard. You go to JFL, they're going to call you Little Kev the Bastard. Okay. Change the name, dummy. Yeah, and it's like, like you know, Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. That it's just like, she's just Missy Elliot Misdemeanor. Man, we don't need the misdemeanor. She's pulling up the red lights and stealing shit off of fruit stands and driving off. 
think, uh, and Diddy got after Mace. He was murder Mace. I remember that. And Diddy said, we're not doing murder, brother. We're making we, hits over here. It's we, bad boy. It's bad boy, it's but bad we ain't boy. that bad of boys. We're not doing no we murder. Make, we only make hits at bad boy. Right? And then what did Mace rap? I was, I was murder. Yeah. Diddy made me pretty. You, and you go, there you go. You want to be murder Mace, you got to sign a death row, not bad boy. Right. <laughs> right. Let, death row would have let that rock. Murder Mace on death row records. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And even uh, <laughs> remember Petey Crack switching up at the end. Oh yeah, Petey. What do you call it? Just Petey. 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 Petey? Yeah. That is like yeah, because Petey Crack ain't about to sell nah, nothing. Sell no records. And your kids tell you yeah, yeah, yeah. Get me the new Petey Crack yeah. album. The Petey Who album? Yeah. Now I'm waiting on. You know who I need to change the name? Uncle Murder. I like Uncle Murder, but that's not. You're not. You're not getting. Well, them. you don't need to change it if you don't have higher aspirations. Hilarious. I think Uncle Murder is just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I just I don't see what? him as being someone who's like y'all want to do movies. You, you and... know, do you know what his nephew's name is? No, Petty Larceny. Shut your ass up. <laughs> <laughs> murder base, Petty Larceny, Uncle Murder, Petey Crack, Little Kevin the Bastard, the new commission, with the exception of I guess Bruce Bruce. I don't mind Bruce and Bruce. Cedric the Entertainer. That one I was like, and even huh? I, I would throw just hilarious in there, like. And you know what? That was her Instagram name. Yeah, that's. I think that's why she. Wants Whereas to you can be a little more, and once you know you hit ten million people, oh, that's shit. Yeah, call me that. I don't need to be just Johnson or whoever. Like hers makes sense in the modern world of I'm calling you whoever you are on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you know that's all a little um. What's the word I'm looking for? Facetious or pretentious because. You pick the name based upon what's available. Yeah. Kind of like how you're saying with the guild of mm-hmm. like, well, I tried Jess Johnson, but dude, somebody already had it. Yeah, so so just I had to come yeah. up with that. And I've been I, funny, feel, feel funny, you know, yeah. trying to yeah, get trying a handle. To get that name. I was, I, you know, a lot of tools in like the black community, you go by nicknames too. So like when I first, first started, I was doing rooms like Essence, uh, which is on in Brooklyn and like, the you know, uh, the the diner and like uh, places like uh, the proper Manhattan proper mm-hmm. they're like some of these like you call them hood rooms those names are okay because that's what anyway, I mean I mean it was a t- it was a time when black people in the nineties were calling themselves like all type of names like some of my favorite names I don't know if these people still doing comedy no. well, well, well some of my favorites Shucky Ducky Shucky Ducky <laughs> Doo Doo Brown um, <laughs> Doo Doo Brown damn, what was oh god that was a really good one it was a really fat guy what do you call himself oh Cool Bubba Ice. Cool Bubba Ice. Who's still out there doing comedy. Sounds more cool like Bubba a rapper. Ice. Don't forget Hamburger. Hamburger out there killing it, boy. But you know, I don't even think that's his name. He just, she said it so much, it's stuck. Yeah, yeah. And then that's his trademark with the cowboy hat. But that's like a lot. I, I'll never see that in, like, in white comedy. I'll never see that. Maybe Larry the Cable Guy is the only one I could think of. You do, but it's got to be, yeah. Theirs is almost like you got to get over into some trailer parks before somebody's like, oh, me? My name's mm-hmm. Scooter. And you go, last name? Oh, everybody know me. It's just Scooter. The Scooter. So, yeah, it's almost, <laughs> you got to get into some trailer park towns down in Alabama mm-hmm. before you start seeing. You know what? We have a comedian here called O.C. the Bus Driver. Okay, yes, you know, I've OC, seen him. I think OC would kill it if he yeah, went on tour with Larry the Cable laugh, Guy. Because he'll be like, I got the bus parked right outside. <laughs> and you go, this mother, if I look out this window yeah, and this yeah, motherfucker yeah, yeah. got this yeah. bus parked outside. Yeah. So yeah, he, he makes me laugh with but that. I'm just saying, but that's interesting because, stage names are interesting because 
in comedy, it's almost seen as a negative. Mm-hmm. Every comic, for the most part, that's in the Hall of Fame, meaning the top 10, top 20 comedians, first name, last name, mm-hmm. Ellen DeGeneres, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle. But then you get into rap, and you are Titty Boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the greatest names. I don't know what that was. I don't know what, I, like, I, when Disturbing the Peace first came out, and it was like, what was, what was the name of the two of them? What was their group name? Um... Well, disturbing the peace is separate from Player Circle. Was the group he right? Player Circle, but they after. They, they were signed to. Uh, and then he cut that one Ludacris. verse on the one joint and got completely rid of Dollar Boy. Yeah, yeah. Dollar Boy and Titty Boy. Titty Boy, yeah. So maybe that's what they were going for the boys. But yeah, he dropped that Jim verse on. What is it? If I don't do nothing, I'm a ball. With Wayne on the hook, and he murdered the verse and was like, I got to get rid of Dollar Boy. That's the last time we seen Dollar Boy. Yeah. And then put him on the back of a milk cart. I don't know where. And then he wasn't no longer titty boy. Two he was chains. two chains. And it's like, yeah, brother, we wasn't out here about to be like, yeah, man. About to get that new titty boy album. Go throw on that titty boy. Who? That, you know how he explained it too? He was like, he said he was all up under his mother. So they, mm-hmm. was, that's why they called him titty boy. Because he's mm-hmm. mama's but boy. Again, but again. T-I-T-T. He tried to spell it different too, like T I T T I I. And I was like, oh. So you know who? I guess the two oddballs in rap then are, um, because you got obviously the Drake that that's not his name. It's Aubrey, mm-hmm. uh, Drake, Snoop Dogg. You know, give me a name, rapper names that aren't you Ice Cube, not Snoop, Ice T, Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. Then you got. Kanye West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you got even Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, that it's like Dom Kennedy. That's kind of odd. Yeah, but that, you know what? If if, if uh, Two Chains would have come out now, nobody would have cared about his name being Titty Boy because the names we got now, there was Triple X Tentacion. You got mm. who's the kid? Oh God, uh, C- C- Kid Cudi. Uh, uh, who's well, those are easy ones. Nah, there's a weird one. A kid from Detroit. Uh, he always wears Skipper the Flipper. I think it's the weirdest rap name I've heard. Now, nah, Earl Dolphin is pretty weird. For Earl me. Dolphin's kind of weird. Yeah, but who's the there's Little Uzi Earl Vert? Sweatshirt. No, no, no. Little Uzi Vert. That one I was like, Little Uzi Vert. Yeah, it feels like a mixture of names together. He's killing it though somehow. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. He's he's nice. That is nice. All his friends is dead though. Yeah. <laughs> Juice Worlds. R.I.P. Because when you hear that song, you want to go, all your friends are dead. Yeah. Now, 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 they died die. separate or at the same time, all these friends. <laughs> and and maybe you had the wrong friends. And also, maybe you did the shit. Why are all your <laughs> you friends You're the only one that survived. You're the only one that made it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> somebody, somebody needs to. Strange song. Sometimes somebody needs to look into that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, man. No, you mentioned Michael Jordan earlier, and Michael B. Jordan. That is yeah. so crazy that that letter. But that's but makes that's, such a difference. You know what my dumb ass made the mistake of saying? Mm. I remember I took a girl to the movies and said, "I said, what does the B in his name stand for?" She, without missing the B, it stands for Bay. And I said, if that motherfucker gonna come pay for this movie, because <laughs> I ain't paying. <laughs> Sometimes girls get you like that. You just go, ah! <laughs> oh guess, I, guess I won't be asking that question anymore. <laughs> At all. What the, does that B stand for? Let, you know, let me mind, mind my business. You don't want to know? I don't, I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know. I never, I never <laughs> asked that question. I that girl that hurt me. 
That didn't pay for yeah. did you yeah, how, God, let me why, give me a fork and find me a plug. How did the date go though? Did it did it go good? Did you I mean Listen man, all I heard was that. And and and, and never I don't think we've talked since. Damn. Not not and I'm joking, I'm being comedic. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, not yeah. why we don't talk. It's cause I stuck a fork in a wall in the in an electric socket after. <laughs> That's how I felt. If I if that, if I could have found the fork, you ever see that little meme of the dude sticking the fork in the plug? I said, "Yeah, you won't be asking that question again." What does the B in Michael Jordan? And you know, it was just one of them, like conversationally, and she without missing the beat. Bay, I think we was going to see Creed, so I took her to see Creed. Give me a second here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. You, you, you got me with that stuck. Yeah, stuck for wall. That's how I felt. I need to find an outlet right now. Yeah, that was my emotion. You gotta charge your phone. No, no, no. I don't need to charge my phone. Just right. I just need a couple. Of, better left couple of jokes. But uh, <laughs> no, the Michael B. Jordan, Michael Jordan thing is interesting. But we mentioned Michael Jordan. How crazy is it that Michael Jordan? doesn't have a proper film. And I think it's interesting that both MJs, Michael Jordan and Michael Jackson, don't have a definitive movie about them. Do you think that's oh, one of the oh, things oh, that happens? Maybe oh, okay. it's harder because he's still alive well, and I would, we all live through it. I, I would disagree with the Mike part. I consider the Jacksons an American family. Yeah, that, but it's but it's that's a TV thing that happened years ago. And I mean, me and you know that, but this generation, this okay. kids that you know, the YouTube generation uh-huh. doesn't uh, know that that exists. And even then, that was more about the entire family than it was Michael. All right, I'll give you that. But what about the what's that one on Netflix about Michael Jordan that, that, that everybody was everybody watched that the uh, the, the last the dance, last dance that was about the Bulls. I mean, I feel like it was more about Jordan, but it wasn't. Uh, it was yeah, yeah they but told it was his about, story from again, Brooklyn about him as a player on the Bulls. It's a very narrow, and it's a documentary. It's not a. Um, but I said that all that to say, you know, both that. I think, you know, may run into that trap of of their lives were so amazing and what they did in those times that it can't be captured on film. Mm-hmm. That it makes the movie so hard. Like, even when you think about Malcolm X, that Spike Lee, this was the longest movie back in the day. Yeah, three hours. It was like four tapes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because his life is so... You couldn't put it under the VCR, the recitation. You had to put that shit amazing. on top. Amazing. You know what's insane about it being that long? That that's only, you know, him to what age? 35? Yeah. So it's like, they were you skip, know. They were skipping around, too. They didn't, they, didn't, they couldn't tell it straight. But, yeah. It's... um. And you know, you said you know. There's, I mean, some people may consider Space Jam a definitive Michael Jordan. Here, yo, ask. I, I, I don't want. I just, I just want to throw it in there. I'm sorry. Nigga said Space that's Jam count. I mean, they, nah, told, they, bro. they showed a picture of Mike shooting hoops with his dad, which was kind of half true. He was shooting on a little peach troop. But I mean, whatever. Nah, I, don't know. Sorry, I don't know though. I don't know though. I'm just saying. I don't, I don't. <laughs> you gotta count Space sorry, Jam. Yo ass. Great movie. Silly dog. But uh you are listening to uh But I Don't Know Though. Uh Avery Mason, Avery Mason Official on Instagram, the Avery Mason on um mm, Twitter and again Avery Mason Official you gotta get TikTok. All, you gotta get all your stuff uniform to one thing. All my I things know. are at I am Phil Hunt on all social media folks. 
But back to Jackson and Jordan, they both had these horrible movies. Remember Jordan had the movie, is it called The American Hero? And it was oh, like yeah, for TV, was, the guy oh, didn't really look like George. Yeah, like he all. just was some bald like guy. Just some bald dude. Yeah, it was bad. That was terrible. And you're like, all right. It and didn't then, sound like him either. And then God forgive and God bless the horrible VH1 Michael Jackson with, with Flex where he's got the yeah. Yo, yo, y'all gotta go watch that. Please, God. I think that movie go. ended Flex's career. No, he's I still out seen, here. Shut up. Well, I haven't seen Flex since. He then. changed his name, though. He had to change his name at that time. <laughs> what about Flex Alexander? He had a name change. Oh, no, I'm not that Flex. I'm That's Flex funny. Alexander. Not speaking of names. Flex. Y'all gotta go watch it. Go on YouTube. Go look up Flex Alexander's Michael Jackson. It was so bad because all black oh, people man. knew Flex. And we're like, what is he doing? Like, <laughs> and who would cast him as who Michael would cast him? And his voice didn't even sound right. It was, oh, yeah, boy. Yeah, why did you remind me of that? I hated that movie. Oh <laughs> well, that's God. why I want to say our two, you know, MJ, uh, that, that letter uh, is, you know, MJ is, um, brutal. is um, the initials are iconic just in themselves, the standards for entertainment, the two greatest entertainers, especially for yeah. our generation in the 90s was them. So then you go, no one can capture them on film. Which, speaking of which, you know what this is? I have never watched this entire Tupac movie. I have another that I, I, I haven't. Category. I haven't even cared to see any of any of those because those. I feel like we had our greats up here doing this, and then white folks come to make the movie, and then, then this is where they take their shots. Well, don't cast that guy. Put Flex Alexander's Michael Jackson. I was showing you. <laughs> you think he's so great? Watch this. You think he's so great? Watch this. I'm a mess it up for the next generation. This is your hero. What's so great about that guy? He's got a mustache and he sounds like he's got a cold. <laughs> so, so we had, uh, you know, yeah, Tupac's another one that. Now, I heard he did an okay job that guy for, for Tupac, but he hmm. kind of looks like him. So I give him that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? And this is that's the thing about social media that sucks now is you just started seeing so many jokes about the movie. Mm-hmm. That you never could bring yourself to really sit down and watch. Yeah, take it seriously. Because I watched Notorious, and that was I thought that was a decent movie. It was, it was, it was. I, yeah, for the time, the the guy that got looked like him, and he he was also a rapper, which didn't hurt. So he could gravy, yeah, gravy, gravy, gravy. gravy. And he did he did the whole thing, and like the cosign came from the family. They were like, okay. Everybody except Little Kim liked it. He had the little the he talked like this to the side. No more money, more frog to the side like Biggie. So he had that going. He was he was a chubby boy too. That helps. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and Derek Lucas Diddy, which so little Kim had an issue with Naturian. Naturian, yeah. fine ass. Anyway, I forgot about that. That, that yeah, like a swimsuit scene, and you like, God damn, did she you're take be, them titties out? You being kind, of, there was out. also another scene where they were she waking up from. Remember they were in the out. bed together, and yeah. Mm. Well, anyway, anyway, so. Yeah. Little Kim had an issue with her part. The issue you run into, and this is what I was kind of trying to say with the Michael Jackson movie, is that it was more about the family and Joe Jackson Mm. and them coming from Gary, Indiana into this success that it didn't really get to lock in and focus on Michael. Although he was, you you would say, the focal point. Mm -hmm. So even for the documentary, The Bulls, what was it called? Last Dance. Last Dance. Same thing that it's like it's about the team for the large part. They talk about Scotty, Dennis, the three of them get to lock in and focus on Jordan. Magic ass. <laughs> Magic Johnson, you know, much in the same way that Lil Kim had an issue because, again, 
the movie is about Biggie. Because mm-hmm. she was, I think, at the time trying to say, that's not how it went. Yeah, it's no, not like yeah. I just met him at the store. He started yeah. rapping, then I started fucking him. And yeah. it's like, well, Kim... She didn't like how she was portrayed. The, the she was a lot. The but. movie is about his life, so we can't really lock in and focus on, on you. Yeah. how y'all mad. Then mm-hmm. the slow progression of, right. you know, us becoming friends. Yeah, there's not enough time. Mm-hmm. You know, unless it's Spike Lee and this the Malcolm X movie. Mm-hmm. Which which I was mad at uh, my man. Who's this movie? What is this? The Irish Man? What is the name the, of this the movie? The Northerner? No, it was a few years ago. The Irishman. What is it called? The Irishman. Yes, 2019. What's that about? I was mad because it's three hours and 29 minutes. It's the last De Niro flick. I watched that. And you go, you know, you just tried to make a movie longer than Malcolm X. Like, cut it out. (laughs) (laughs) Cut it out. Just find 30 minutes off the floor and just put it in there. on some commercials. Yeah. Um, you were saying something about But magic. you go, he's a fictional character. So no, Magic is upset with HBO because oh, that, yeah, HBO, yeah. the show is called Winning Time. Yeah, Winning Time, the Showtime. And it's more about the Lakers, but obviously Magic is a focal point. Mm-hmm. And it's more about, you know, Dr. Bus and, yeah, I, and, and Kareem. It's and right around the time they turned the franchise around because they were losing before they had Magic, honestly. So... He's getting into some sex, and you go, Magic Man, I hate to break this to you. You're great. You've got a great public image. You're a great family man, you know. You, you, but you have the virus, brother, and we know you didn't catch the virus by being a virgin mm-hmm. and a choir boy. So cut it the fuck out. Like, yes, they're showing you having sex with girls. That's, the the story's been told yeah, yeah. that, you know, at halftime, you know, Magic would point to a girl and you go in the locker room and the same girl is in the shower. So, yeah. so well, it's also also want to make up. It's, it's based on stories that are out there. And also it's a comedy. So it's a little there's it's like a dramedy. So there's a little bit of truth and there's a little bit of Hollywood magic. But. Magic Johnson and Kareem both have come out and spoken out against it. I'm like, y'all, you know, y'all know what you were doing, okay? Like, let's not act, you know, memory, uh, time makes memory a little fuzzy, but, you know, let's not act like y'all were choir boys. That's 100% correct. Well, was, yeah, we and I mean, you know, there was with drugs. respect to the fact that with the virus, you could potentially have had only had sex with one person. So I don't want to get into the baby type trouble that mm-hmm. I'm not at all implying that because I you have the virus, Mm-mm. you were promiscuous because all you have to do is bump into the right person. Yeah, I'm pretty sure but none of us thought it was some drugs. I never, imagine, I never thought it was some no, drugs. No, 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 not some all. drugs, but I'm saying sharing needles, you know, that kind of you thing. You can yeah. have potentially have had sex with one person right, and right. acquired the virus. Right. So, I don't. That was my disclaimer we're, we're to just, avoid the yeah, baby type trouble. But I don't know though. We're but, not. We're not getting into that. Yes, go but right. It was no secret what how Magic got down. So you know, even in the movie they show, you know, he sleeps with his wife's homegirl from back home. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really what set him off. Like, I would never do that to Cookie. And it's like, yeah, but for the purpose of this story, you sure did. You know, you did, and you know. Like I said, it just you, you to me, and and I always feel like the truth, the truth helps somebody. Mm-hmm. There may be another young player that would actually watch his real life, and if he was actually brave enough to kind of tell the story. Now, 
he doesn't know where he caught it, but being that he's always trying to keep this public image, it's mm -hmm. like you might save another young basketball player yeah, if you story. just told him, look, man, I showed up. I think he got drafted in 1980 or 1979. 79, 79. So you showed up in the 80s L.A., which crack is going, this is yeah. going, that's going. Girls, the sexual revolution of the 70s. I think I've talked about on yeah. this podcast how you know, Studio 54 closed down at the at the end of an era. And mm -hmm. they said, what killed the party? AIDS. Yeah. So, so everybody was doing it. No know, protection, no And no that condoms. was the 80s that it took, you know, five years for that shit to catch up and for people to say, whoa, we yeah. got to stop having orgies every Saturday. Yeah. So, like I said, maybe it would save somebody. So you got magic. Nigga, we know you wasn't AC Green. Like, yeah, cut yeah. it the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Which I didn't realize, by the way. Which, for those of you listening, A.C. Green is an old teammate of Magic's. Hall of Famer. Who was famous for... Being a virgin. Being a virgin. Till he was what? Till he was married. Hold on. I looked this shit up. I think it's... And this is what made me laugh because I hadn't thought of A.C. Green in years. A.C. Green has a 30 for 30 entitled The Iron Virgin. And you go... I would never want to be that famously known for not getting pussy. Like, like I thought I had a bad rep in high school. Yeah, they did a whole this one like is a thirty for thirty with your face on it. This is the iron. Yeah, but you know what's funny about that? Do you know that that people actually like they would pay prostitutes to try to get him. And like sleep with him and make him mm -hmm. like people on 80s other teams. And would, 80s LA, they, baby. they would send women to his room and like, yo, yo, I'm here to you know do such and such to you. And you know, okay, so he was 38. He was a virgin <laughs> to 38. Boy, I know. Hold he on, was, he was. Whole, I know no, he was having no. wet dreams from hell, boy. <laughs> 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 I'm talking about motherfucking through the like just. Going through the floors, through the bed, his nut was probably like acid, <laughs> just eating through the ceiling. Uh, Whoever lived below him was like, yo, you got to get some <laughs> pussy, man. I can't live with it. And then that's what that's I want to know. the fifth time this week, man. You know, <laughs> which we'll go ahead, I'll go ahead and drop the disclaimer of no homo because you go, so was you jerking off? Like, oh, God. Nothing? Listen, listen, listen. As a person who was a virgin for a long time himself... I will tell you yes to all of those things. Yeah, that, that those there were some nights you wake up in a cold sweat like, yo, I got to go for a jog. It's three o'clock in the morning. Well, I got to do something. The cold shower, but 38. I think he was like one. He, he was like a religious guy. So like whatever mm -hmm. thing yeah. of Christianity, Christianity he followed was like a certain. A true Christian. A, yeah, a certain type. And he would go on interviews and say, look, I'm waiting for I'm waiting till marriage. And he was the first person to come out and be like, I'm waiting till marriage to have sex. And people clowned him for it. But he never caught no STDs. Yeah, he out here living can't, his life. Can't speak to the drug use. But listen now, hold up. Can't speak to Magic the drug might use. fuck around live longer than him. And he all them drugs he taking. I always say Magic got the right nickname. He boy. sure did. <laughs> Six nine black dude Duncan. That is not Magic. But living with HIV for thirty seven years. years and looking healthier than me. Oh, that's Magic. <laughs> Absolutely, nigga. You have the right nickname. He's not buddy. limping or nothing. He don't got no. other ailments. The motherfuckers know? gaining weight. He is. I, but I, well, he's six nine. Remember now, he ain't really as active as he used to be. But, yeah, um, man. So he carried around a Bible. Which really? they haven't got him into the show yet. I, I gotta go back and watch that. But 30 that's 30. gotta be funny what? that you've got you know magic wilding out, and then you've got 
AC Green, Green playing, and AC's trying to tell him, all, yo, come to church with me on Sunday. Imagine, like, nah. Oh, he doesn't get there to 85, 86. Okay, I got I to gotta go watch that 30 for 30. Oh, I, I'm going to watch I gotta it, too, because go like that. I said, now, I, as I'm older, I got questions. Because when yeah. you're a kid, you're like, well, me too, motherfucker, so? <laughs> That's crazy. Since, do I get a fucking TV crew? I'm a 15-year-old virgin, and what about it? <laughs> it's a horrible a, fucking life, man. They're going to do a 30 for 30 on that. <laughs> but then, as a 35-year-old man, I go, man, fuck this motherfucker. Who do we think he better than us? <laughs> Hey, let me ask you a question. Did we talk about that? What happened with Mike Tyson already? Did we talk about that? Uh, yeah, we kind of mentioned it on the uh, last part. Yeah, I, I I was just thinking about that. Like when that happened, people were out asking the questions. Like, would you fight Mike Tyson for a million dollars? Okay. And I always thought to myself, well, that's a great deal. Why wouldn't I fight Mike Tyson for a million dollars? I know I'm gonna lose. But here's the best part. The fight's only going to last five seconds. Okay. I'm not going to remember it. And when I wake up, I'll be a million dollars richer. Why wouldn't I? Would, I would take that deal. See, now I think... Wouldn't you? Now that he's that been deal? on Hangover and all this stuff, that we've cartooned up his image. So the question doesn't hold the same amount of weight. Not that in the 90s. In the 90s, you could have In the 90s, when he was undefeated, no. he hadn't bit nobody's ear off. And he was knocking every motherfucker butt. What was my man's name? Oh, Holyfield? Buster no, Douglas. No, Buster Douglas. Mm-hmm. When he knocked everybody but Buster Douglas out. Would you have fought that motherfucker? Nah, That's not, a whole well, other question. Your checkbook ain't big enough. Not for me. Mm-mm. But now, I'm like, you know, I'll be all right. You know, I'll probably be... And I mean, obviously, when you see the job that McNeely did when mm-hmm. Tyson first got out of prison, how long was this fight? Jeez. That is like, One well, minute. for that much, 89 seconds. Mm-hmm. So literally, you go, well, shit, I could have did that. Yeah, I mean, so. But, I'm, but when Tyson, you go back and watch, like Tyson versus Burbick, when nah, he was yeah. dropping them motherfucking nah, hydrogen bombs on motherfuckers' yeah, was, heads, exploding on contact. Yeah. Hell no, man. <laughs> I'm good. <clears throat> I am good, brother. 89 seconds. It took longer to walk to the ring. <laughs> yeah, it did, it did. And then you, your whole entrance would be in, and that would be it for you. Whack, whack. 89 seconds, motherfucker. That is a minute and what, 30? They, they did a documentary on him, which was actually pretty good, talking about biopics that were good about him, and that followed his career. Everything, everything. Fucking so, McNeely. But I, I would do it. I'm sorry. I would not I would do it. I mean, you know, and then I was telling this to some other comedians, and we're like, yo, no one's paying a million dollars to watch you fight Mike Tyson. I was like, it's not the point. Okay, but like I told you, I think people then cartooned up his image. He's got that cartoon. He's on Hangover. Yeah, Mike Tyson. Like nah, the motherfucker that knocked McNeely out in eighty nine seconds. That motherfucker, and I don't even think that was the shortest fight. Because like I said, when he was coming up and he fought Trevor Burbick, I remember he knocked the Jerry Curl out one of them heads. I'm talking about like caught a perm. You know, it's a great because I've got the actual fights. I have a DVD somewhere of all of them from the first one is the way the tone changes. So the first five fights, mm-hmm. it's like no one knows what's going to happen because this is a 19-year-old kid. Yeah, he's still he's new. And he's knocking everybody out by the seventh person. Mm-hmm. He's got this rep of this motherfucker knocks everybody out and he does it quick. Yeah. You could see the demeanor <laughs> of the fighters change. Yeah, I, I, when yeah. the bell would ring, their eyes just get huge. And then the next thing you know, 
Yeah, bam, wop wop, bam. <laughs> you, you don't get paid by the hour. Like That's I said, true. I think I remember Burbix in particular because it was like, like I said, I think the Jerry Curl juice flew out his head. Yeah, and backwards. his shit was linked to one side, and it's like, yeah, man, that took all of twenty four well, seconds. Well, also, Mike did. It was a whole presentation that Mike did. So Mike's entrance was very simple: chains clanging off a tree or something, cling, cling, and just him. No, 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 wait. Was it chains or was it, it was a tone? Like mm, like one note and chains. Mm-hmm. And then he would just walk to the ring in like a cut up so sweatshirt. Nah, it wasn't because he didn't have a uh, Jerry Curl. Was Maybe that was one of Spinks' brothers. Spinks. It was one Spinks. One of Spinks' brothers. Yeah, yeah, Leon Spinks. Beat up. But it wasn't Spinks. It was Michael Spinks. Michael I think, Spinks. That he fought. And I mean, 20 seconds. Bam! Jerry Curl shit just flew out of the head. And he was laying on the floor. And you go. Whoosh. And that's the thing. I think the fear. At some point, overcomes people. Yeah, we had some ambient noise there. Yeah, so someone this, is, this is why I wanted to ask you, and this was a, I think, a good conversation I was having earlier this week with the homie Adam, because um, we were talking about acting a little. We were talking about the greatest, obviously, black male actors, and you know, Denzel's kind of regarded as the best kind of consensus, you know, mm-hmm. and that's been since I was a kid. It's obviously changing now. You have had, you know, the Chadwick Bozeman's and mm-hmm. your uh, who else do we these younger guys now Michael B. Jordan's Michael and B. stuff great. but from back in the day and I was saying to Adam I said man Lawrence Fishburne is underrated and that you can't like okay so you know how hold on so yeah man um no we were saying how you know Denzel can be impersonated of like his mannerisms yeah um, Terrence Howard with the main, 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 super main, main. What we doing, main? <laughs> um, who else? Uh, the other one I was thinking of, Sam Jackson. Motherfucker, oh, motherfucker. But I was saying you can't really pin Lawrence Fishburne to one thing or not. That like his characters. He's do got you a think, lot. Man. As an wow. actor, do you think? Obviously, they're both good. They're all working. They're all more famous mm-hmm. than me. Do you think it's Better to be one or, or the other? Man, I think you should be able to do... It's good to create your own identity, but at the same time, I think... I like what Lawrence Fishburne has done. He's gone from freaking... Uh, what's that one? Uh, school Days to mm-hmm. The Matrix. I would have never thought the guy in from Ricochet... Uh, could be Boys like in the Hood. Boys in the Hood. And now he's in The Matrix. It's deep just like... Cover. Deep cover. It's mm-hmm. like... He does a lot of things. Now, Denzel's great, too, but like... But like I'm saying, for them guys, you could all kind of impersonate them as a character, yeah. main. And, you know, even people do Denzel impressions of, like, his yeah. isms, but you can't really pin Lawrence to anything. You can't. You can't. That is just... Uh, you, yeah, you really can't. I was thinking, wake up, but that's not. Nah, yeah. that's not. That's it's not, not like really. he did it in every movie. But yeah, everybody. He so yeah. So you Terrence know. has a trademark. He has to say "main" once at least in the script. Main. So you can. <laughs> that was pretty <laughs> good. Script. I know he said it a lot. Hustle and flow. Bro. You want to earn some money? You want to fuck, <laughs> fuck with me, man? Well, fuck with me. What was that movie where he was training the underground fighters? That's where that mostly came uh-huh. from. Like that and hustle and flow. In this movie, he's, he's the man. He's in a 50 Cent movie, too, doing a yeah, lot yeah, of Yeah, yeah, get Richard Dodd trying. Say something about this world, man. This cold world, man. So, so, yeah, you know, you can kind of pin all of them to characteristics yeah. or isms. But, like I said, yeah, Lawrence, Lawrence, yeah. Lawrence is water, baby. Yeah, what, I think, what, I think, what, what I, I, I agree. Say? I think it's water. Yeah. Water, something about water takes on the shape of the container. So, mm-hmm. be like water. Be like water. So, you be got water. Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. You can't. Flows in and out. 
He was Ike Turner for God's sake. Ike sakes. Turner. Come and on. that's the funny part. People think they're um, imitating Ike Turner, but they're no. actually imitating Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, you're being Lawrence Fishburne as Ike Turner. Eat the cake anime. Eat the cake anime. Eat the cake anime. Hmm? Chris Rock had a perfect joke about how <laughs> about how Ike's the king of the woman beaters, and and Chris had that joke twenty years ago. Yeah, still. Yeah, it's still funny. There's not another guy that you think of. You think of beat. Think of. Well, when you think of domestic, and, and it's so it's, it's weird it's, it's, that he's so. Hold on, let me say this because I wanted to say this because motherfuckers pull your clip before you finish your sentence because you go ahead, cut go ahead, in. Go ahead, go ahead. That it's weird that that's become a meme. <laughs> you yeah. know, um, what's her name? Oh, this fuck, her name just slipped my mind. I want to call her Anime. Her Tina name is Turner. Tina Turner. Yeah, her professional name, stage name. Back to where we started. Her family. <laughs> Can't tell her. Her family. Has to see that meme, yeah, yeah, and yeah, think yeah, of yeah. literally the worst yeah. moments of her life. Oh wait, yes, Adam was talking about that yesterday too. Like, with oh, the, don't, I'm not gonna bring it up. Yeah, I'm just saying, but it was I like, was gonna say, don't. how long does that? You know? I was around Adam when he was doing comedy enough to see him walk whole rooms. So yeah, don't come on here with nothing that no, he no, said. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm not gonna say. No, if no. I say some horrible shit. Yeah, you'll go, but that motherfucker got a point. With Adam, sometimes, and I mean, Adam had his. We, we shouldn't say his name, but he 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 had some uh, edibles. Yeah, he, so he, he was, was having there. fun with some but topics. It, it was yesterday. a similar point he made with the alternative thing, but I'll just say, but yeah. But I was saying you uh, you had said Ike, and I was like, well, it's somewhere between Ike Turner and Jermaine Joe Jackson. When people think of like abusers, yeah, but Joe was, you know, Joe was at least in proper context that these were his children, and this was the time when ass whoopings were administered. So back to magic, that you know, it's funny that he, so he made his own documentary, and somebody said in a tweet that literally, it is he makes the finals every year, mm-hmm. a which is a lie, b. In between that, he's just at home with his wife. And it's like, man, cut that family man bullshit out. <laughs> that we want to be so bad yeah, yeah, yeah. our best moments. Yeah. And then we edit out everything All the bad else. stuff. Everybody had, everybody had a few L's. Every even Ike Turner probably watched What's Love Got to Do With It and thought, remember that time I petted a puppy in the park? Why Y'all didn't put that, that in there? <laughs> Man, Why I, y'all portray me like this? I gave away Thanksgiving turkeys and ain't put that in there. We portrayed you like that because you was a horrible man and a woman beater on and, top of and somehow, a cocaine addict. And somehow still made it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, I mean, he's you a, he can't deny he's a good musician and, you know, helped Tina and gave her... Did he give her the name, Tina Turner? I think so. Alliteration. Cause, yeah, because he was like, Eddie May, that's, that's too, mm-hmm. too country. Yeah, too country, yeah, so yeah. you got to be Tina, Tina Turner. Turner. That's a that was a great movie, Lost by the way. Love. She fucking had be some great Angela voice. Bassett. Like, and there's there's I don't want to say there's pain in the voice, because I hate that when yeah. people do that. Like people do that with Mary J. Blige that you go, you know, when she was married. Oh, I don't like her music. She too happy. And it's like, so you want your artist to be yeah. struggling in an unhealthy relationship. Some people like you... that because sometimes the, the music be a little better. I, I don't want, I, I'm not I'm not saying, I don't want like... Because somebody can say the same about us. Oh, these comics too, well, all this goddamn success 
Richard Pryor set himself on fire oh. so he could come back and give us great art. Oh, so you no. go, so you want me to be on cocaine? People, people <laughs> say that about Kanye, and I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I would rather him be healthy and like mentally mm-hmm. good, you know, and still make whatever music. Whatever music well, comes, you know what I'm saying? Kanye like, said, you know, name one genius that ain't crazy. And I think less than it's crazy, it's obsessive about the particular thing and the same things that make you mm-hmm. crazy in the regular world make you great in the art world. There are a lot of crazy people who are like, it's like Elon Musk just bought Twitter. We didn't even talk about it. Elon Musk went into his wallet, pulled out $44 billion and just bought Twitter. He was like, he was, it's crazy. He just was talking about it. He was like, you know what? I think I'll just buy Twitter. Who does that? Like, why? When- and Chappelle said, you know, Twitter's not a real fucking place. Chappelle? It's not. You are wrong. 44 billion times wrong. I, I guess. I hope. Imagine it- spending $44 billion and still having money to do some shit for the rest launch, of the week. Launch a ride. Because, <laughs> listen... We all done been there. I remember yeah. I brought this Cadillac one time. Now, now listen. Cost me about 3700 Give or take a few. That's a lot of money. But me. I had to borrow $50 for the rest of the week. I said, shit, I ain't got no money to get to work. I done blown my last. <laughs> and I would pull up on people and show them. Now, now it's a nice-ass car, and you're going to take a ride in it. But I need about $15 to the end of the week. So that's the same. I might have bought Twitter. But yeah. I might have had to be like, Avery? Yeah, I done spent my last, bro. Just float me to that next check come in. Yeah, I gotta launch the rocket. The money's in the rocket already, so I ain't got no money left. Let me put like has ten mil. Suck because everyone know you got it. Yeah, Can't say you ain't got it. All your receipts are news. I just I want to know what he did to make that money because I know it wasn't Tesla. He he Man, bought Tesla. Being so. white and everything come back to. Slave money. Didn't he if also, you trace it all far enough, which did, I think he's from another country. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. But there's usually some wrong in it. Didn't he host SNL? He hosted yes, it, right? Yes, he hosted God. SNL and people got I, mad. I, I, it, mm. You know, he kind of plays a celebrity, but also a billionaire, which people just want to hate yeah. anybody who has money, which I try not to. It's like, to me, it's, it's just... wasted energy of like, I don't know how he got this money, but like I said, it's We've only had one generation to acquire money, so yeah. in most cases, you do look back and go, mm, that's pretty nasty, actually. He, he just paid the right people, and they were like, yeah, you can host SNL. How much will it cost me? Well, that's why I said he kind of functions as a quasi-celebrity uh, at times. You get enough money, and you become a celebrity. Boom. So it's like your bank account just pops you over to the other side, like how Pac-Man goes in one side yeah, and pops yeah, back out, out the, the other. other yeah. So... Because everyone kept doing that lame thing of today, Elon Musk woke up with forty-four billion, and instead of ending world hunger, he decides to buy Twitter. And you go, that's so selfish. Yeah, like stop it. If you had forty-four billion dollars, you ain't trying to end world hunger, and you can't end world hunger because, like they tell you about homelessness, is a state of mind. Yeah, most of these people, there are somewhere they could go. Mm-hmm. But they don't want to go there. And then you got to start factoring in drug abuse mm-hmm. and mental health. Mental yeah. health. So it just is a convoluted conversation that it's like to hand these people $44 billion would be irresponsible. Yeah, it's like saying, and it's like saying we need world peace and end all wars. It's give like, that $44 billion, walk by the train station at night, see a, needle, in that poking, tent. a yeah. needle poking out his arm, yeah. and he's dead. And now you got to feel responsible yeah, because you, you gave, him the gave him that dollar yeah, yeah, yeah. on the way to work and somebody you know OG hit me early with 
you know, buy them a hamburger. Do not give them a dollar. I don't. And I mean, if I can see no sign of like drug use, I will give them a dollar or two. I just this makes me wonder if I have to be crazy to be that successful. I, if that's what it takes, I don't want it. I, I just rather be me and be, be good crazy. where I'm at, like super crazy. Well, I don't think Kanye's crazy neither. Let's. Not, I mean, that, maybe, just maybe it's the wrong word, but just that we throw that word word you know, around your brain in the metaverse and everybody else is behind like that. Elon Musk, I don't know. I, I'd rather. But I don't just, think he's crazy, and I no, mean, I'm just, he tried to on SNL. I think what he say he was autistic. Yeah, and it's like, oh, shut up! Like, and I, and I just mean that in sense of that, like it's become the cool thing mm-hmm. now to be on a spectrum, or you know, I'm oh, this thing, I'm or I'm that thing. That I'm on like, a spectrum. Who cares, bro? But like, uh. Yeah, Spectrum is weird. But listen, y'all, we coming back with part two just now. Thanks for listening. Thank you, all you new subscribers. Uh, we right back, segment two, but I don't know, though. It's Avery Mason and it's Phil Hunt. Hey, and we're back. Welcome, uh, segment two. It's Avery Mason here with Phil Hunt. And uh, yeah, yo, I wanted to get right to this story real quick because I know we're a little light on time, but I just wanted to share this with you because I literally just saw it and I don't know why it's irritating me. This story from the New York Post, this guy says, it's funny because I donated sperm to father 47 kids, but women (laughs) don't want to date me. And then look at the picture. He's wearing a shirt with an Instagram tag on it. It says sperm donor and his Instagram tag uh, to follow him. And this is all, and I mean, were you going to read more or this is just... Uh, It's just the article. I I don't know if I want to read the whole thing, but the, the tagline is... Angry me. I don't know why. I'm trying Well, to... what strikes me as angry is what we were talking about earlier off mm. air. So earlier we were discussing there was a girl on Instagram, which I should give you handles, or not on Instagram, but on Twitter rather, because this mm. is, you know, Twitter is for victims, which we mentioned Elon Musk buying. The big controversy with Elon Musk is you know, people feel like he's a right-wing guy because he's advocating for free speech, which I will say, anytime white dudes talk talking free speech, you know, <laughs> their right to say N-word is mm-hmm. really all they're talking about. I just want to say the N-word. <laughs> so it does get a little dangerous, but at the same time, I will say Twitter and Instagram and all these apps have gotten a little too much on the policing. Mm-hmm. And I, I do definitely think it's our fault for not acting like adults. And when I say our, I don't mean me and you. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone started acting like they don't remember grade school where we were told sticks and stones right. may break my bones. The words never, never hurt me. So, okay, someone called you a dickhead in the comments. You're supposed to then do the policing yourself of either A, blocking or removing that person from your friends list. So they can no longer call you a dickhead or B, call them a name back mm. or both. Yeah. But you what you're not supposed to do is run and tell. Hey, call me a dickhead. And, you know, admin, admin over here. Mm-hmm. Admin, please, please. So I do like a llama saying, hey, I'm going to roll this shit back a little. So oh, back to Twitter, which this girl, I want to shout her out, and I'm going to come back to what you asked me about here. Mm-hmm. So, Natalie B. Fitness, everybody, at Natalie B. Fitness on Twitter, posted this video where she's in the gym, and oh, talk about this it. guy walks up and offers her a mat, and she's, like, doing some sort of weird squat with the weight on, like, her lap. 
in the video, she kind of, oh my God, these guys are being weird and they're approaching us. Don't talk to us at the gym. This is why we need women's only gyms. Now, my first look at the video, I go, gender wars is the big thing on Twitter. If you can get like women riled up or guys replying to say, screw you. Like, you know, who are you to turn down this night? Like to get people doing that. You'll get all the retweets because, you know, I feel like our purpose as people is dating. So dating's such a hot topic. And sometimes people go, so not just dating, but male-female interactions because it's our ultimate purpose and goal in life is to reproduce, have yeah. kids, get married, the whole nine. So anytime you, you know, kick that beehive, you're yeah. going to get thousands of views. I, just, I instantly, hold on, and I'll finish it. I instantly looked at this video and went, this girl is just trying to go viral. This whole thing never happened. So back to this guy that you're showing me, you wait, know, wait, in the article. Wait, wait, before you go there, I just, I, the thing you talk about, this, yeah. I just read one of the responses. This shit is hilarious. Yeah. This guy said, under the, the same video, he said, that's why I mind my business and don't bother women. One time I was at the gym at 2 a.m. just me and a girl and one staff person. She fainted doing squats, and I continued doing leg press. She, she needed an ambulance, but she didn't feel uncomfortable mm -hmm. by me. <laughs> and that's the place they leave us. And you know, with these women, especially the black ones lately, because protect black women. Y'all got to help us that, you know, maybe she was going to get a knee burn, and he brought over Matt. That's included in your little protection plan that you scream for every time something happens mm -hmm. to you. So it's like pick one. Yeah. Either we can complete men don't have any in the middle speed. No, Either we can black completely away, yeah. mind our fucking business or your business is ours and we're a community. Well, the only so time I don't mind neither, but I want you all to pick one. The only time they want us helping is when Chris Rock calls them uh, G.I. Jane and then it's right. like, hey, you got to do something about that. And it feels <laughs> like, you know, but, um, and I know they're all different. Every woman's an individual and every black woman's a different person, but it uh -huh. just feels like they're screaming mixed messages. Okay. So, so back to this guy that obviously this girl... This video, I don't believe. I believe it's staged. No, so I'm oh, like, that video, yeah. don't even yeah. react. The camera angle's perfect. You know, it's a victimless crime because, you know, there's no stake in the game. It ain't like uh -huh. she got to file a police report. And I'm not saying that it's warranted, but I'm saying she's clearly advertising her gym, advertises herself as some sort of fitness guru, uh -huh. you know, all the way in London, millionaire by 27. That's some real pretentious... Absolutely. Goofy shit to put in your bio. It is. So, anyway. Yeah, so this is, you know, the camera so angle's weird. perfect. It's not grainy footage. It feels a little Justice Smollett. That's yes. all. So, going back to this guy that, you know, what did what did he say? That so, he's, he's impregnated, that he's sperm donor he's for a, who? He's a sperm donor. He says, most women, I donated sperm to father 47 kids, but women don't want to date me. And just reading the article, I read more. I figured out why it's annoying me because now I see he's talking about he's providing a service for women who can't have kids. Like he's donating sperm, mm -hmm. and, it, and he's he's according to him in this post article, he said he's on a sperm donation world tour. <laughs> he said he's trying to help as many families as possible, and I think that's what's bothering me because this is like I can't find a date, but I got lots of kids. Ah, I, I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> Well, 
what bothers me is, as you show me the article, he's standing there with an Instagram yes. handle. Yes. He's got a T-shirt that has his Instagram handle on it. Is his handle something to do with sperm donating? Oh, that. Oh, better. Oh, my God. Please. Oh, my God. Go Phil, back. I got to go back. I, the, yeah, there it goes. But no, I think it's. Uh, I need be careful here because we're. Oh, yeah. It says sperm donor on the T-shirt. Yeah, but I think then it's, it's an Instagram and his handle. How did you originally find that it, article? Because when was, you originally showed it to yeah. me, boom. Kyle Gordy123 yeah. at Kyle Gordy123. So he, again, it's an advertising. Just in the same way that this girl is millionaire by 23, blah, 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 or 27, which every year she probably raises the age. Mm-hmm. So she's under it. Millionaire by 28. Oops, I'm 28 now. Millionaire by 29. Shut up. Life's about more than money. You know, the most brilliant thing I heard recently was Dr. Cornell West was saying about Malcolm X. Someone was, he said, you know, every year they print this fucking Forbes list. And, and obviously I'm roughing up what Cornell West said. Yeah, Cornell West doesn't cuss. Folks, we're, we're not West. teachers. We're not uh, prolific uh, memorizers. This is just, you know, I don't know, though. That's what yeah. I don't but Cornell know. West does. Yeah, he does. This so might Cornell be West said, you know, people talk this and that about money and who made this and Forbes. He goes, but don't nobody remember that crap. And he goes, Malcolm X passed in, I think, 1968. Mm. He said he died, you know, without a home. The Nation of Islam had taken his home back. He had, I think, they opened his pocket. He said they had maybe, I think, $6 or something like that. Mm. But he goes, but you can quote that man like he was here yesterday. He said, look, go back to 1968, the year he died. You can't tell me who was the top of the damn Forbes list. So don't waste time. So this girl is extra pretentious. Millionaire by 20. Said like, sorry, that just got under my skin. It's like, shut the fuck up. And never look at these people. And and like I said, just the society we live in. So it ain't just her. Let me direct my anger at him for a second. Yeah. So this, you know, everyone's just trying to fucking go viral. And they don't care for what. He's proud of, he says he's helping women gain families. But when he said, what got me was when he said, I'm on a sperm donation world tour. And it's not like he's going to a facility. He's literally, he's got his nut um, on ice. And well, yeah, how much are you jerking off to he, provide these women a, this service? He had a picture, he put, he freezes them and he sends it, like they contact him through Instagram and he sends them his nut. What a fucking weirdo. Like, that there's no there's no there's no hospital at all. That's what AC Green should have been doing. <laughs> That's what Magic should have been Get doing. Come on down to hey hey. See, now that's an easy joke there that I ain't even gonna make. Because of the time we live in, I'm trying to avoid the debate. You're right, you're right. Hey, hey, it's just, hey we're just two friends talking. But that's what I'm you. saying by everybody's just trying to go viral for something. And it's just, and you know, and then maybe I'm old, but nah. But no, right, and then no, no, I want to say this. People, me, people, value, this Phil, people value likes more than actual money. That's crazy. currency to them. That's currency to them. I so want it's them. like, you know, this this bad baby that, you know, you're rewarding people for bad behavior that, you know, she was trending this week. That you go, what does, what does this little fucking girl actually do? And, and just, I come from the time when we was growing up, mm-hmm. the MJs, as we mentioned earlier, were the standard. Mm-hmm. You had to be great at something. You had to have an actual quantifiable 
talent. Basketball, performing, right. Michael jo Jackson, yeah. Whitney Houston, yeah. Eddie Murphy. These were the people yeah. my parents discussed when they played cards. Sammy Davis Jr. Luther, tap dance, could swing a gun, could sing. Yeah. Luther Van Ross. Yeah, yeah, talent, boy. Uh, you know, like I said, Whitney Houston. Mm -hmm. These Mariahs, these were the people that were being discussed. And now it just feels like people are just... I don't even want to say famous, more of infamous for infamous sake. Like, yeah, they just want to be known. Know, Kim Kardashian, you're famous for famous sake of like. That's all they want. What do you contribute to this universe, man? And all of these things, and I say not from a selfish perspective mm -hmm. or point of view that art helps somebody through their day. You know, somebody listens to, I don't know, give me Mariah Carey fantasy, yeah. and they feel better. You know, someone who was having a bad day. What the fuck is bad baby finna do? Well, you know she what? She started her only I guess to help. She got only fans, yeah. you get that nut, she helped your she baby helped you better. Oh, God. So. But that, that's a problem I have with a lot of that social media stuff, because, like, people just want to be known. Like, I think I told you this story before, how I met somebody I didn't know who they were, and we were talking, and then they're trying to explain to me what it is they do. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. an influencer. I'm on Instagram. You should follow me. This is a quote. I quote said, yeah. "You should follow me because I have like eight thousand Instagram followers. You should follow me." And y'all think this is game, but let me let me tie this back to the real world, and then we can get to some advice. But our homie, who we came up with doing comedy, is um. Is uh you know always in these popular videos um that go viral, uh Tino Romero. So shouts out to Tino Romero. Mm -hmm. um, Y'all might know him as the I dot G dot bum I G bum. People from back home, which yeah, his Instagram handle is I G bum. Uh, now what he'll do is, and I mean he's an older guy. He he looks a little. What's the word? The nice word is disheveled. Yes. So he's got that look down, which is good for casting. But he's been doing a lot of pranks on the train. Mm -hmm. I'll have people from Indiana send me the videos and go, oh, man, is this the type of shit that happens on the train? So now I'm trapped between this place of ruining the prank for them and mm -hmm. letting them know that's not real. Yeah, you got to be able to tell a the difference. There were, you know what's funny you mentioned that? There were TV shows back in the day that they used to come on. That would do that, but the people. So there, there was a, one show I used to watch called um, Cheaters. Okay, now in the beginning, Cheaters was legit show where they would go around and catch people cheating. But then after a while, the shit kind of became like Jerry Springer, Maury Povich, and some stuff was happening. And I was mm -hmm. like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Mm -hmm. So they they're in a hot tub. No, so this girl is dating a guy who's homeless. She would rather date the guy who's homeless than the guy who's got a job and a house and a Mercedes. They come to his uh, house, I guess, at the side of the highway, mm -hmm. and the cameras go, and they pull the tent aside, and she's in there with him having dinner. <laughs> Just like, and I was sort of, I was like, all right, wait, 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 yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean to tell me she's looking at the guy who's Not got, real. who's who's dug her dinner out of this trash can, rather than the guy who's got this job. No, this is, this is fake. This is fake, fake, fake. So you'll have to know when stuff is real and when it's not. Well, yeah, I just feel like every day because, like, you're describing a TV show, right? Yeah, Cheaters, yeah. So there's a huge camera. There's a huge camera. There's a huge crew. Mm -hmm. 
that, you know, you're walking down a block in New York and you see cheaters on the trailer. Mm -hmm. Then you see after camera number one, camera number two. After you walk past that site, in your mind you go, cheaters is not real. This is casted. Mm -hmm. You may even see someone you know on there that was like a low-level actor. Right. With this Instagram stuff and these viral videos, what's happening is because there's not a truck that says, yeah, people just get the it. thing. Yeah. People start thinking everything filmed on an iPhone. Meaning there used to be clearance and you had to go get these big ass cameras right. and a thing and a crew. Now it's just me filming a thing. I think it's real. So whatever reaction. So it used to be what was the saying? Believe half of what you hear. None of what you see, yeah, or, or you, something like that. So it's like, yeah, believe none believe of half of what you see and some. Yeah, of what it was you opposite, hear. and different yeah. people say it different ways. So yeah, it was believe mostly what you see, but yeah. not what you hear. But you really now can't, I think it's opposite of don't believe shit you see. Yeah. on a cell you, phone, you cannot believe that a guy would would walk barefoot around New York City subway stations and take a dump. In a mop bucket. I'm and sorry. I mean, shouts out to you, hashtag Tino. Mm -hmm. I had Instagram bomb as we referred to before. Yeah. He's the homie. Like I yeah, said, yeah. came up doing mics with him. But you go, and I mean, this is his character, and however he wants to portray himself or mm -hmm. do whatever. But for the sake of people, it's like we can't almost afford to have people thinking this happens. And then, like I'm saying, with the girl, you get upset with people like that because they're stoking real life events. It's like, the reason you get upset with Jesse Smollett is because he weaponized real things. Racism is real. Mm -hmm. Homophobia is real. Yeah. You know, these are things that people do get attacked for. Yeah, I kind of don't. You know, things they can't help. Yeah, it's I not understand right. why he's so doing that. So for him to weaponize that was yeah. just like, hey, come the fuck on. So same thing with this girl that, you know, guys harassing women is real. Yeah. So it's like, don't fucking sit here and shoot this fake ass like, video. Like you part of the pro like, oh, this happened to me. Like, and, and, and no, and, and, and yes, because there is some woman who that, that you yeah. know, some guy did approach on some weird shit, and now she doesn't go to the gym anymore. You know, or got followed in a park. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it made her uncomfortable. No, it's funny. So for you to shoot this perfectly angled shot video of this guy, yeah. And like I said to me, I'm like, you stoking real life events well, though. Cut let, it out. Let me just say And this. what he did was so minimal. Yeah, let me just say this so that we can get back to it. I just want to say that she mentions that this is why we need all female gyms. And guess what they already have? Right. They have all female gyms. And guess what's happening? They're struggling. You know why? Mm -hmm. Because women don't want to work around only other women. Women want to be around guys too. Yeah. Just as much as we want to be around y'all. So yeah. they had Lucille Roberts, which is doing terrible right now. You think any, yeah. when's the last time your girl talked about going to sign up with Lucille Roberts and getting a workout in? We, we got 32 gyms now, so you're going to have to make 32 gyms. So cut it the fuck out, because then an asexual person going to say, I don't feel right working around actually sexual people. <sighs> and by asexual, I mean AC Green's gym. You know you, <laughs> you know you my know you boy, but you, I got to tell you a whole stupid for that, Phil. I swear to God, Man, you said there's got to be 32. Listen, you stupid, all right? Is, this is the world these oh, kids stupid. have set up, and I just live in it. Like it's so stupid. Like, so yeah, man, gotta be 32 gyms, because it's 32 Like the NBA teams? <laughs> like, cut it out. And, and like I said, what the guy did is so minimal. It was like, like hey, man, you might want to use a mat. 
And here's the thing, and this is what I don't uh, like about sometimes man. with these ladies. They make everything into gender. Of a woman could have offered you to say, I've been in the gym and a guy, hey, bro, you're doing that wrong. Let me show you how to do that. Yeah, yeah, me too. So, Same. dudes, you know, people helping you, it isn't, you know, and I know women, because men never think we're doing nothing right. Because the women comics, the lady comics that we know always, guys are always trying to help me punch up my jokes. And you go, yeah, it's a lot of silence in your set. You might want to take one of those tags. You try it. And then you go, you know, my friends help me all the time. They feel right. here's a tag or here's a way you might want to try that joke. I don't get to go, oh, that's sexism. They're undermining me. You know, they're trying to make my yeah. they're trying to make my ideas into theirs. Sometimes it's really just about here's Helping. their help. I'm just trying Somebody to be helpful. trying to fucking help you. And as annoying as that can be at times, because I've had people that you go, you don't get any laughs. Why would you offer me? You think I'm taking your tag? So yeah, That's but kind. you know, but but people mean well. That's kind, but you know what? The rule from now on is gonna be oh this just like that guy. He was like, man, she was doing the leg press and she collapsed and fainted under the weight. And I was like, yeah, I left her there because like yeah, I'm not me. I'm not gonna have people you know. I'm gonna harass the, you. I've had luck. people tell me in the streets, it's gonna be okay, brother. And you go, oh damn, am I looking mean? <laughs> Hey, it's all right, brother. Hey, smile. I've had people say that to me. Smile, yeah. brother. It's good. It's gonna be all right. Actually, you know what I'm saying, yeah, they make it into sexism. I had a woman tell say a woman that to, to me. smile. I had a woman say that to me at the the, the same comedy show I went to that Saturday. Mm-hmm. Well, I have my art resting bitch faces. It was just people yeah. think I'm angry all the time. She's like, "Hey, brother, you ain't you not smiling enough." And I'm like. I'm not angry. But well, the character's I, name is Black Grim for a reason. Of like, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's kind of your natural resting face. And I mean, you know, again, they made that into sexism. Mm-hmm. That's you know, as a woman, you know, tell me, man, I go, people say this shit to me all the time. Have like, a nice day. And, and I will say, it is, nice it is, day. it is, it can be a bit, um, what's the word, condescending a little mm-hmm. to tell someone what to do with their face, but it, but it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not sexual in nature every yeah, time. Sometimes it's like, hey, have and a nice day. It has day. nothing to do with gender. No, I'm just saying, man. Now, is right? there an old school male chauvinist that says yes. to a woman, yeah, petty gal, you ought to smile. Yes, absolutely. Unless he's a mobster and he's wearing a fucking suit and you're in a strip club. I don't know. Then, then, then yeah, it is sexy. But sometimes it just genuinely, you look like the fucking, you look bad. Meaning, <laughs> or you look... Angry yeah, or, and pissed, or, yeah. or, you know, just disinterested, yeah. genuinely. And actually, it's happened to me. You know what? Sometimes I don't realize I look like that. And yeah, somebody's like, hey, man, you're right. You look pissed. I'm like, oh, wow. I was just in my thoughts. But and you do say it's just genuinely yeah. rude or um, condescending to do to somebody but, to tell them what to do with their face. But you go, sex is so again. Right. You know, had she have just been. And then here's the thing I don't like. And, and we were talking about, you know, just a humble brag of it all. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I just yeah, look yeah, so yeah. great that men yeah, just yeah, yeah, can't yeah, help yeah. themselves. She was alright. She was average. And I mean, I've seen her. She is a good looking girl. Good looking, She's in shape. Yeah. But but you, but the, the humble brag that always is it, it within that. His, you know? his intention wasn't to, to help you. It was because he thought you were attractive. And I, I, even her girl, response, she was like, oh, you know, his approach would have been different. Or um, even the woman that, remember a few years ago, followed the, the camera, followed her around the streets in New York. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, what yeah, a yeah. fucking humble brag, yeah. A. Look how many hit, guys always hitting on me. This one guy walked with me. And B, like, I think some of these are actors. And, and let, me, let me just state this for the purpose of this. I understand that, again, 
harassment of women on the streets is a real thing. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, sometimes with some of these people, like the camera and to have actors and, yeah, like I said, humble brag of like, one day you're going to be 70 and no one's going to fucking holler at you. So, take some of these compliments that you get when you're 20 and you're wearing your tights, your leggings, mm -hmm. and you walk in and it's summertime and somebody goes, damn, and just stick them in your pocket for later. Yeah, that was a real kind. I remember that. She well, how, was she about three hours? She was just walking around I don't even Harlem. Remember, but it's see, yeah, it was a little racist too, you, because you you could walk around the Lower East Side was, and still get that same treatment. It, was, it didn't it have to little, be where the black it folks was, a was at. Little racist yeah. too, because yeah, it was highlighting all the black and Puerto Rican men that because she had to go somewhere where she thought that she would get mm -hmm. that reaction. You couldn't get right. that reaction walking around Park Slope. That's Slow. the thing, you know, brothers and you know black people in general were vocal. You go to church. And we ran into that problem when we would do some open mic stuff. When we go to church, the preacher say stuff and we talk back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. When we would do open mics, the white comics, if you said, if you laughed or go, ha, that's crazy. That's not heckling. Mm -hmm. We're vocal people. We yeah. communicate on that's that crazy. level. So going back to the streets that if, you know, a sister out here in the sundress in Harlem, brother going to go, good morning. You're looking good. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Hey, I see you now. Like, that's not harassment. That's just someone speaking to you. Well, no, it's a compliment or an observation or just a casual interaction, a black interaction. That, you know, you get these Beckys that want to gentrify Harlem and come up here and get cheap rent. And they also feel entitled that oh. I should walk and these, these niggers shouldn't speak to me. You know what's interesting that you That's brought up. That's how they feel. You brought up Becky, and we're talking about viral stuff. I guess we're not, we're not going to get to the other stuff. We'll get back to the next week. Nah, gonna, let's get some advice in. Come on. Well, all right, do this last one. I had a post on my Instagram I put up. There was a white girl rapping this uh, yeah, Drake yeah. and little baby right. song, and she was going in, and I, I thought it was funny, so I made the comment talking about, hey, uh, you know, Becky going crazy. And it was there was a lot of positive comments except for one. And if y'all haven't seen the video already, please go on my Instagram. It's Avery Mason Official. This video is getting some real crazy traction. Oh, Hold on. Yeah, you started playing it. Yeah, in the middle. I didn't want to play it because then we can't monetize this. You know what I'm saying? Five seconds. I think you got like seven seconds. Yeah. So she's going in, right? And Becky not playing around. You know, it's, it's just a tongue-in-cheek joke. One girl makes a comment on my page, and this whole thing, I was like, "What is wrong with this chick?" Like, it's, it's. Mm -hmm. it, she says, "Why y'all trying to label them as white girls or Becky? Why can't they just be human being like <laughs> you and me, and like music as we all do? Uh, Knowing a lyric to a black artist song isn't a crime. They just know good music and probably love that artist." And I'm just like, "What's the race of the girl?" The race of the girl who's rapping the future song? No, no, no. Uh, I, I've seen this clip, obviously. Okay, the girl who commented she she's black. Okay. Or I, I think she's Interesting. Bl like black. And I'm just like, but... Well, I think she does have a point, mm -hmm. you know, to but it's, be, it's the, not that her serious. point to be humanist. Did you call the girl Becky? I did. I put Becky. I don't know what her name is, so I just, you know... Yeah, you just genuinely yeah, put just with like Becky. Becky. But I was well, like... Well, then she, I guess she would... The issue that she's pointing to is, and I'm devil's advocate, meaning I'm on neither side here. Mm -hmm. If the white girl posted your video and called you Tyrone, would you, how would you react to that? 
I wouldn't care because she don't like she don't know me. No, she don't know me. It's just and that's what it's just a name that people have. Well, is, you know, it's like a social media into, thing. Social I think media we thing. run into being comedians. That in most cases we're coming from a comedic point of view, so nothing's to be taken seriously one way or the other. But she's speaking as a humanist to say, hey. You know, why she got to be a Becky that, you know, some white girls have spoken up to say, I don't like being called Becky or Karen, which, you know, Becky has a sexual undertone that, you know, Becky was. Becky with the good hair? Before Beyonce. Oh, I... Becky was a Southern thing that meant, you know. Oh, she give you that Becky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give you that Becky. Okay, so, that's wild. I've heard, so, I heard that in a while, but yeah. Well, yeah, that's the Plies joint, obviously, but that was an old Southern thing. Like I said, I grew up in South Georgia and Indiana. So, you know, these Becky boy, boy, they give you the. So there, there can be some like, damn, why you I, say. Because when you say it to someone else, it means that, but that's like. I would say the term fuckboy that, you know, for those of you listening, look up what that means. It's mm -hmm. an old prison word for yeah, you know someone who gets been told. It up. So to me, that's the most vile, disgusting word. Yeah. And I remember moving I just, to Georgia and in the third grade, somebody, something, something, this old fuckboy. And yeah. the dude looked at me and said, I said, huh? I said, something, something, you old fuckboy? Because I didn't understand. Right, right. Homeboy looked at me and was like, "Hey man, somebody come down here, call you fuck boy, you got to fight him." So to see now people casually, this guy don't return I just, my text. He's a fuck boy. I'm like, whoa! I just so saw I'm saying to her, yeah, Becky made me. I just think in the context of what the video was, we all knew it was she was killing it. Like I didn't. Well, have we'll, a, we'll talk about that yeah. a little. But so uh, the conversation that revolves around that is, and I mean, I I haven't placed how I feel about it yet, but. There is a level of like, okay, as people been saying on Twitter about it, if yeah. I, if you seen, give me a white group, John Mayer, yeah. white people aren't going to repost you. <laughs> so there is a level of like, why are we always as a culture so inviting to others? Yeah, a white girl raps some little baby, like, and she ain't fucking... She well, ain't fucking saving the, the world. Let me respond to that by saying that it wouldn't have meant anything if it was black people because that's our music. So you expect to see black people doing it. But what you don't expect to see is you don't expect to see two white girls holding Bud Lights at a wedding killing this uh, little Baby and Drake song. You know what well, I'm saying? That's the beautiful thing about music. So I think, again, you're coming from a humanist standpoint of isn't this great to see? Yeah, that it was Music's just a little, bringing us a little, together. a little tongue-in-cheek joke. And then the girl underneath is coming from a well, damn. Put some respect on her name. And then, like I said, the larger conversation that the internet has been having is y'all inviting people to the cookout. Why right. are we so inviting as a culture? If I say Mazel Tov, you know they don't post me on their page. No. If, if I, you know, make spaghetti, do the Italians post me? No, they don't. So that's what they're arguing. And I do, there is some legitimacy to that. I see both points. I see, A, someone just saying it's just a lighthearted video of mm -hmm. a girl rapping. Isn't this dope? And then, B, I see their point, too, of, yeah, but she ain't fucking, you know, Ben Carson unstuck twins. <laughs> she didn't unstick no twins. Likes, you know. So, mm. what, what do you unstick to? What, what do they call them type of twins that stuck together? Uh, Siamese. Siamese, yeah. I hope so. It's the, not I, Ben Carson God. unsticking twins, 
But I hope sometimes there because because we've all seen this video of this white girl rapping right. and it's gone viral. That there is a little bit of like, yeah, but again, it's just somebody rapping, like so it is. But I like I said, I see your standpoint yeah, too. But see, you do say to black people, are we gonna make every white person that does the Dougie viral? Or Chet Hanks. The yeah, bar the is thing. very low. Yeah. yeah. So there's a little bit of that. Yeah, no, they're killing it. But I feel you, bro. I just, ugh, I just like wasn't that serious. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, do we have to argue about everything? It's like it's just. And I just enjoyed it. She's Becky, lit, and, and Becky know the bar. And no one was being disrespectful. Everyone like when she did, she did a good job. If she did a trash job, then yeah, she would have gotten dragged. Should bring up by the way. We got I don't think you've seen it. What's but that? they've already, because she was gaining followers. Oh, I saw that. Yes. Okay. So She's they, they went and dug, dug up her Twitter and, and found, found her saying, her the saying all this Edward tweet Tweeting stuff. Tweeting the N-word. <laughs> so. so now she's being canceled. But, but, well, but again, this is back to what I was saying earlier about uh, people going viral. That it's like, canceled from what? I don't know. Lip singing lyrics? Yeah. She's getting famous. Stop her. And it's just like, like somebody said, it's like, boy, if this was 2012, she'd have been on Ellen. And you go, yeah. You know, what did the little white boy say? Uh, my Vans, what was the joint? He oh, damn, Daniel. Damn, damn, Daniel. Daniel. It's just like, damn. Hey, all right. You're, you're on. So, you know, back to my overall point. Oh! We gotta. <laughs> and people actually have a talent. Like, oh, it's just, damn, it drives me damn. crazy that you just go, yeah. what are we even talking about? Yeah, Vans gave him free sneakers for one year. They, right. they used that video. I mean, that's cool. I don't want to hate Yeah, on yeah, but that's, hate we're, on we're just using on, it as on, an example. I don't want to hate on no kid. No. You know, what's his little Terrio to do the little dance? Yeah, little yeah, Terrio. Terrio on the Ellen or whatever. But <laughs> but when you see adults, sometimes you do say, who the fuck cares? Yeah. I'm a white guy and I can do the Dougie. And you go, I got a legit, legitimate talent. <laughs> I am a stand-up comedian for 17 years. Mm-hmm. You ain't telling me the white guy did the fucking Dougie and got more likes than me. <laughs> He dances and every day. Yeah. Me. Twelve million. All this girl and, had to do was rap. And look, baby. Well, that's Which why now I'm curious. Well, that's why TikTok succeeds because now I'm curious. That's why places like TikTok succeed, Phil, because it get feeds people that what they want, and all they want is attention and likes and fame. So TikTok is simply views and likes, and that's it. And you put it up. Oh my God, seventeen thousand people viewed this. I'm on my way, you know. And that's the thing. The cat's out of the bag now, so we can't put it back in. But I will tell you, brother, like I said, I miss the times when my parents and aunts would have car parties. And the only things being discussed were tangible pieces of work. How did you feel about Prince's last album? Mm -hmm. I like Diamonds and Pearls, but that Cream Get On Top song is horrible. (laughs) You know. How did you feel about Eddie Murphy and Boomerang? Oh, I love to see all these black people on screen. Yeah, but I thought it could have been funnier. But John Witherspoon was killing it. Mm-hmm. You know, tangible things. Now that we, what are we talking? What are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Some white girl that I can't even name. You know, that really did nothing. Rapped little baby lyrics and is viral. And, now they're trying to drag her. And people are trying, like you said, Twi- canceled. canceled from what? Yeah, Twitter SVU went to work and they found her and just went through her profile she and teared apart every little part of her life. 
So yeah, Google at Brooks. She, 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 I'm curious to see. She probably works at like Hooters or something, you it's know. Her. You know, she's entry level and just enjoying herself, and people are just like, oh, she's a racist. I'm curious to see if her Instagram, like how much she got followers. Yeah, you know what's funny? The video came from a wedding photography company. They mm-hmm. posted it. And then it went viral when Little Duval somehow found it and posted it on his mm-hmm. Instagram. And that's kind of where it started. And I, I found it like maybe 10 minutes after Duval posted it. And I did my little reaction. And that's, I think that's why the video is doing what it is doing. But I didn't have a problem with it, man. I did not at all. And I'm just like, the problem I have is now people dissecting her life. It's like, okay, it was just a video, y'all. Like... They going well, in. They going in on her and the girl, other girl in the video with well, her. Well, that's why I almost said, and I mean, like I said, I I feel no way about it because it's next week they'll have somebody else in the crosshairs and mm-hmm. someone else will be doing the Dougie. But I'm right slap in the middle of like, oh well, yeah, I guess it's you know dope to see that music brings people together even when you don't look like those people. Cool, nice, but then you also go again. Dude, when I sing fucking uh, nobody cares. I don't know. Sing some Whitney Houston. Country. Well, no, not. Oh, sing some Garth Brooks. Sing some Garth Brooks. Sing Garth Brooks. Every white person don't repost me. So y'all need to act the same. We too quick to let people into our culture and to invite people to the cookout. Well, Phil, if you're trying to go viral, you can't be singing some country. You guys sing some hard shit. Like you guys sing some Korean music in Korean and hit every note and get every word right. And people are like, oh, how does he know? What? 79.8K followers. Then that was from that one video. she put her page on private. But you can already see, it looked like Raheem the Dream Followed by are these actual people? I think so. Oh, these might be his people he knows. Yeah. I thought it was celebrities, but yeah, 79.8k from rapping. A lot of black people too on their page, right? Singing. That's her thing now. She's gonna have to lip sync all the hood lip black songs. She's gonna have to a black song and you know She's you gonna know. have to lip sync all the hood black songs yeah, to get, get love now. That's gonna be her thing now. You know, and you know, it'll probably be like Bad Baby in a few mm-hmm. years. She's going to have OnlyFans. Now I am a rapper because that was her thing, you know. Oh, I am a rapper now. You know what needs to happen now? Like Drake and Lil Baby need to do a remix and have her in the in the video with them. And well, see, that's what we were talking that's about off air. That she, we were talking about the fake Drake and how mm-hmm. you go. You're a grown-ass man, bro. Yes, you like slightly Drake. look like Drake. But, that's... but now you see him making videos yeah. and he's got... They're gonna hang your hat on that. People with him acting like security guard. You're gonna hang your hat on that. You're gonna be Drake, little Dirk, walking around looking ass. We're too old. Where do you work where you can dress like that? Nah, this is gonna. I'm just gonna look like little Dirk for the rest of my life. And (laughs) right, I'm just gonna go in the clubs. People gonna pay to have me there, thinking it's little Dirk. If you could have actual little Dirk there, why the hell would you have fake little Dirk? Just to just to be like, look, we 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 had we had someone who looks like somebody famous in the club with us in the VIP lounge. Reaching Gallagher proportions. Gallagher oh. one and two. Oh. Sell the axe. Smash a watermelon. So yes, yeah, 79.8k followers. Unbelievable. And maybe I am a little jealous, and maybe that is she, part of it because you go, bro, I got a legitimate talent. Bro, she made her profile. All those people got in before she shut the gates and made her profile private. Because I guess the 80k scared her and she's like, no. Nope, yeah, because she's private. like I'm not used to that, probably. That she's like, well, what you know, I'm just a regular girl from wherever she's from. You know, she's just singing a song, and now she's uh, at Brooklyn Stags here. And I mean, yeah, you go. Look, there's people that 
You know, follow me to follow her. Drake followed her. So you go. Drake followed <laughs> Drake followed her. She must have got Chuck, baby. Oh, no. With fake Drake by next summer. Yeah, because I'm telling you, mark my words. I'm calling out. Just like I did Philadelphia winning the championship. She's going to start doing rap, lip singing rap song videos. And that's going to be her thing. Lord Jesus. Let me ask you a question. Now, before we continue, I just want to let y'all know this. We are not certified professional helpers at nothing. These are advice and opinions strictly of us do not re- represent those of Anchor FM. We are not qualified to give you advice. If it works, great. If it doesn't, hey, I don't know, though. I never said it would. We're just giving you opinions from two grown men who's been through it. The first question I want to ask you, Phil, here is the one that's came in. It's all for dig.com. Thank you, Dig. How can I get my wife? No, 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 no. This is not it. That's not the question. That was not the question. Where is it? Sorry. Oh, here it is. Uh, should I continue planning a future with my boyfriend after he gambled $17,000 on stocks and crypto and lost most of it? <laughs> this feels like something Phil has said before about women asking questions that they already know the answers to. But I'll, I'll, I'll bite. Let's continue. Let's continue. During the pandemic, I came home to the U.S. from living abroad to move in with my boyfriend of three years. I love every minute with him. He's intelligent, comfortable to be with, got a great sense of humor, and is unconditionally supportive of me. I'd happily be stuck on a desert island with him for all eternity. Aww. Yeah, right? Unfortunately, finances are not among his skills. <laughs> I convinced him to sell his house that I hated. And we used the money from that sale to buy a tiny home in cash. He took the rest, upwards of $10,000 plus another seven that his generous and supportive parents gave him to help finance our move. And he gambled it on online trading stocks and crypto. He's honestly terrible at this, and I cried when I heard his plans. I had hoped he would either invest that money properly or just save it. This is the third time in recent years that he's lost money betting on options in crypto. At this point, he has lost all, all, all everything but $3,000, which he keeps circulating in the account. I think he could add more if he, if he, blah, blah, blah. I think he would add more if he could. <laughs> he says that he trades because he wants to quit his job and have another source of income. He's 40 and runs a business along with two other owners that's been forced into debt by the pandemic. He made about 35 grand to 45 grand last year. While I mostly supported the household, I would have a lo- I would have a lot of earning power and a very intense but steady job in tech that pays six figures. I also have a lot of student debt from grad school and no. She would have. I'm 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 sorry. Um, so she does have. She her. says I have a lot of earning power and a very intense. <laughs> that's what she, I check out the wood. I have earning power and a very intense but steady job in tech that pays six figures. But I also have a lot of student debt from grad school and no family to speak of. How he spends his money would not be my concern, except that I do eventually want to have a family with him. But because of his business tanking and his unsuccessful gambling, I am afraid that a life with him would leave me with all of our bills. When he's not trading online, he's playing internet chess. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! I've tried talking with him about his trading and how I see it as an addiction, but he continues to be obsessed with it. What gamble should I make? Leave my soulmate to seek a more financially responsible person who may or may not exist? I'm at an awkward age for investing in a new partnership with someone. 
which could put me at the end of my 30s before I'm sure we're a good fit for having she children. long-winded, bro. Wrap yeah. it up. Plus, I can't imagine what that I would like any person more than my boyfriend, and leaving him because of his financial situation seems callous. What should I do? I mean, basically, like I said, I'm digesting all of this, but based on the pop, the language that she chose, mm -hmm. I have earning power, which first off, earning potential, cut it the fuck out. I have <laughs> you are unemployed, lady. Don't nobody want to hear about your earning power. No, these motherfuckers oh. at home on the, up on the girls couch talking about earning power. You either got a job or you don't. So I think, first off, you need to face the reality that if you're a basically a housewife at this point, meaning you're being taken care of, if he's taking care of you... Hold on. She said, I have a lot of earning power and a very intense but steady job in tech that pays six figures. So she is working, intense, but she, she says she has a chance to earn more. Ah, okay. I'm about to say, we. what are we talking about? <laughs> but it didn't, didn't it sound like she got it did, security. It did, it so did. it's like, you know... What, if you making money, then what does his money matter for it? Did he spend her money? No, he spent his this money. This was his money. And yeah. he got an account that $3,000 circulate in. I ain't got that. He went from 17 to 3, though. That, it do sound like she's dating uh, the dude, Adam Sandler, from Uncut Jeans. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> just gambling, gambling, gambling. It's like words. It is an unstable yeah. life. I think she just needs to talk to him about maybe setting a limit. You know, everything's good in moderation. Mm -hmm. like, all right. We can play the stock, but only 10% of our earnings can go there. Yeah. And just trying to get him. You're never going to change him, but you can get him to minimize maybe his risk. Yeah, I do know some people who are into this crypto stuff, but a lot of them, the responsible ones, they take the money they make off of it, like the interest, and they reinvest that. And they take back their initial investment that they put in there. And she said sports betting too. Yeah, so. he is that boy, I, man. Yeah, you also might want to sit him down with a financial consultant, but honestly, if you want to build a future with him, then this is something you're going to have to deal with. Like, if you don't think you can deal with it, then you better get out now because once y'all get married, he going to start asking you for money and loans. Like, hey, yo, I got a sure thing, man. I got a sure thing. This new crypto called, uh, you know, it went from horses to now crypto. It's no more, uh, what was that horse they made the movie about? Um, uh, starts with an S. Sea biscuit. And it's going from Sea biscuit to Dogecoin. I got okay, this shirt thing. Yes, Dogecoin coming in first, man. Let me put five hundred on it, and we'll get ten thousand back. So get him some help. And if you don't think you can see it, just leave him alone. Don't stick around because, like, it's only going to get worse. Because gambling is not something that you can easily remedy. The minute somebody gets some money, hey, you know, I heard, you know, six is about to, six is ten point underdogs on it. You know, let me put some money on this. <laughs> Yeah, he definitely sounds like Adam Sandler from Uncut Gym. Moved into a tiny house just so you wouldn't have to spend money. But like I said, he's got crazy. 3000 in an account, so he's always, as long as he ain't spending the savings, it's like, and, and if you got your own money, then what you so worried about his for? But, like I said, you're never going to change. Fish or cut bait. Fish or cut never bait. never going to change him, but you can get him to scale it back a little and just say, hey, I'm worried about you gambling. Yeah, in your I internet chess. He's probably gambling on those internet chess games. We ain't got $20 no. on Queen Takes Pawn Rook. No. Just put the money on it. Woo, I came up. <laughs> Just like in Fresh, the, uh, the movie Fresh. Didn't the guy gamble, Sam Jackson's character, gamble playing uh, chess? Come on, $20, man. You want to run a game? $20. Come on, sit down and take your money real quick, young buck. <laughs> he used to go see Sam Jackson and learn how to gamble properly, and then he can come back and start doing all the Dogecoin stuff. <laughs>
They need more people like that teaching kids. You want to learn about life? Go sit at the guy at the chess table and learn about life and gambling. It'd be helpful. Mm-hmm. Let's do... You want to do one Betty White and we wrap no, it up? Let's do more advice. You, oh, you really, know myself you, you really out here helping man. people. Look at you, man. Look at you. Man. You want to help people change their lives, man. This is this is great, man. This is great. All right. So there was another one here. Really good one. I found two. And they got all these questions. A lot of people that need help. But this is this is a good one here, Phil. You might like this one. I always like to rile you up. Um, Am I wrong to be upset that my friends invited my ex on vacation with us without asking me first? Okay. So this is ex-boyfriend. It was invited on the vacation with them. Um, so earlier this year, I surprised my girlfriends with tickets to a concert in another state. So with that, we just decided to turn it into a vacation. We have been planning for about three months and have our plane tickets, Airbnb, and fun things to do all sorted out. Well... Two days ago, we were going to pay for all of these things, and my friends decided to tell me my ex-boyfriend, who I dated for two years, is coming. We broke up six months ago. I didn't know what to say at that moment as I was shocked. I've been thinking about it constantly and how I was trying to do something nice for my friends, but I don't understand why they would invite my ex-boyfriend along. It was originally going to be us four girls and one of their boyfriends. So they say my ex is coming to give the other guy company. But they never said this to me the whole time we were planning and waited until the day that we were paying for the rental and plane tickets. I want to have a fun time, but now I'm in my head about being on a trip with my ex for 10 days. We have not talked since I broke up with him, and I do not consider him my friend. I don't understand why he would even agree to come on this trip that I originally planned. I also don't understand why my friends would think this is okay. I'm sure they wouldn't like their ex-partner to come either. I don't have anything against my ex, but now I feel like my experience will not be the same since he will be there. Mm-hmm. But also, I don't want to ruin the trip for anyone. I just wanted to do something nice for my friends because I love them. But at the moment, I'm pretty upset with them. and It's just eating at me because I would not do that to them. Who in their right mind thinks this is okay? I don't know if I'm taking this too personally or if I'm overreacting. Please let me know what you think, though. Uh, I think that's a fair reaction. Mm. Like, when you break up with somebody, you know, especially depending on how long y'all been together, they say, you know, it almost takes half that time to break up with them and to, like, get them out of your system. You know how it goes when you break up with somebody, you're like... You know what you like about them, so it don't take long. You get around them, they start doing the little things you like, and you, now you're like, shit, we back together. <laughs> um, or opposite, that it could, you know, it depends on the relationship that, you know, they could get in a fight or something. Yeah. So I wouldn't even want to be on vacation with them. Yeah. Was he putting money into, like, the, I, they didn't towards know. these activities, and they just couldn't remove it? No, what, what, she, what the writer said was that... Uh, one of the other girls had a boyfriend who was coming and they invited oh, him so he wouldn't be the only guy. Yeah, he wouldn't be the only guy there. Yeah, I would just tell the two dudes down and pull out. I wouldn't even want to be, like, you know, out with my girl's friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I always would. think it gets weird. You know, one-on-one, a double date. But yeah. when you get beyond, it just gets a little funny. I think, I think it is weird for them to, like, they all obviously knew... That that they were exes, and I'm always curious. I'm almost curious to find out if he knew that she was going to be coming 
with them. Right. Why would he agree to it? If they haven't talked since yeah, they broke up. Yeah, see, that almost you know? seemed like he ain't letting go, and he know. Yeah, but who... I would sound like some real Kanye bro, after Kim shit. If, if, <laughs> listen, if I were her and they were insistent on bringing him, I wouldn't go. I'd be like, all right, you know, y'all go have a good time. I'm going right. to go ahead and save this money for something so else. it seemed like maybe he'd want to get back with her on the sneak or some shit. I don't cause know. Because real talk, if it was me and I just got broken with, but, and that's the thing, did she break up with him or he broke up with that her? That is the question. Because if but, she broke up with him, then yeah, he probably is like, oh, this is my big chance. But they, they got to know. The friends got to know how they broke up. Yeah, you, you think they trying to make him get back together on some yeah. movie stuff? Like, oh, you both are here. You might as well oh, look at hang this together. Up. You're accidentally in a hotel room together. Yeah, I, yeah, I just... But yeah, it just that seemed, is weird. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go on a trip, sis. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to be like go I somewhere said, else. with the only two dudes anyway. So I think yeah, me if either. I was him... I think she should tell him and then maybe tell the girls just can we just go along. You know why he they probably why invited can't it just be a girl's trip. You, you know why they probably invited him, the other guy, so like the one dude wouldn't have to be the one carrying all the bags and the purses and shit. Cause you know, when you go out with women, they got all this stuff. Hey, can you hold this? Just hold this. You ain't yeah, got you yeah. sitting right here, just sit here, put the well, bags yeah, in, put so. the that happened to me. It becomes awkward and yeah. I, I used to be the only guy in a group of women. I used to be the only guy. They would always Yikes. give me their coats and their bags. Yeah. Can you get us something to drink, please? Your ass was Mr. Benson. I was taking <laughs> I was taking orders. Here, I want a rum and coke. I, I want I want a gin fizz. Yeah. I want a I want a you Turn know gin tonic. Like, to a waiter. So I'm bringing drinks to the girls. We're all yeah. hanging out. Yeah, I just yeah. You're not gonna eat your cherry out your drink. Can I have the cherry out your drink, Kev? And just eat yes. I had a girl try to get me to go with her homegirls one time. I was like, oh, your friends are going to the movies? That's cool. I'll stay at the crib. Y'all have fun. <laughs> like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> oh, so, guy. so I think, yeah, I think if I was her, I would relate to the friends. Hey, I kind of just want this to be a girl's trip. No offense to him. You know, the girls whose man's coming, but just if he need a tag along, then no. Yeah, why do you want to be? I don't want to see my ex. Oh my god, who want to be a tag along? That's the worst. Ugh. Well, that's why I said Ugh. maybe he's trying to get back with her. Like they make plans to go zip lining and shit, and it's a package of four. Because like, hey, I feel gotta, like if he know. broke up with her, yeah. he definitely wouldn't be going on his yeah. trip. I, I, I mean, I'm gonna guess. I feel like maybe she broke up with him because she was like, we broke yeah, up two yeah, years ago. We have way. not spoken. And no, now now they're bringing him to keep this guy company. I think she said it's been six months since they seen yeah, each other. Six so it's like, oh, okay. All communication so cut she's off. She's getting that man out of her system. Don't want to be around. Yeah, she him. wanna find you know, she wanna like be on her Stella got her People are back. like it. If you've ever heard anybody that, you know, use drugs, you know. I heard like a crack addict say, You don't wanna walk past the corners you brought it on. You don't wanna smell it. You don't even want to be near no baking soda, like yeah, it can take anything you right back. that reminds you. So yeah, people are the same. That it's like yeah, tell that man or tell your friends, hey, either I, either he goes and I don't go, or I go and he don't go. But yeah, I'm with her on that one. And like I said, it definitely seems like you know she's avoiding him and broke up with him. Yeah, she don't want to see him. Why would you? And if... I say as a guy, if I broke up with you, whew, I definitely don't want to be on no trip with you. Okay, let's do uh, let's do one more here. One more. This is a this is a good one. I always like the wild questions because they make me laugh, and this one is one of those. Um, should I out my mother in law as the thief who's been stealing the basic necessities and books from the little free libraries in my area? Um, there are little free libraries in my neighborhood. For those who that, that don't know, they're outdoor cabinets that people donate books to. 
In my area, which is a mix of working class and low-income people, they also have snacks and hygiene products meant for people in need. Somebody has been clearing these libraries out completely, and books have turned up at local bookstores. Some books are stamped before they're donated with a stamp that ironically says, little free library, always for free, never for sale. Recently, the culprit was caught on someone's security camera. Her license plate was not visible, uh, and she had a mask, so she hasn't been identified. But I was shocked to recognize my mother-in-law. After taking books, granola bars, seltzer, and period care packs, she then stole a package off the person's doorstep. The library she stole from is used by people, kids, and teens in actual need. I don't like my in-laws that much, but I didn't think my mother-in-law was a thief. They live on the waterfront, own two cars and a boat, and vacation regularly. I know for certain they're not secretly living in such poverty that they need to steal. I showed my husband. He's also positive it's his mom. He said she regularly stole from department stores when he was a kid. But other than a couple of embarrassing run-ins with store security, nothing ever happened. <laughs> his dad views her stealing with annoyance and amusement. My husband called and tried to convince her to stop. She got defensive, but he managed to get her... He managed to get out of her that she was selling the books for chump change to used bookstores. She only seemed mad she was caught and said she felt disrespected he would confront her about taking some old books. She said it's free anyway and that the libraries attract the homeless. So she's doing us a favor. She avoided the question about stealing the package. Should I out her to the community or even to the authorities? My husband thinks she'll get bored of it after a while and stop. I think she should face some consequences. I'm a, this is the best part. I'm a black woman, and I for sure wouldn't get away with the same. Mm. Now, so is this a white woman? No, no, no. She's saying she's black. Oh, the one stealing? Yeah, the one stealing. They don't say, but I mean, she's probably... Like you know what? You know what? Just based on her saying I'm a black woman and for sure I wouldn't get away with the same lets me know the mother-in-law is probably white. Okay. Because you wouldn't say that if it was a little black. So the mother-in-law's probably white. and She's black. I wouldn't get away with that. Can she rap? Little baby lips. Hilarious. Anyway. Just based on that, I would say, man, if you want to shame, then you don't want her to go to jail. I don't want to go to jail. Oh, that's too complicated. But shaming someone into stopping doing something they're doing is a Mm -hmm. powerful tool. Yeah. Like, I remember when I used to live in this one apartment and I had this landlord who didn't like how I kept the apartment. Like, I wasn't Mr. Clean, but I wasn't Mr. Filthy. But she would come in. It was a family member. She would come in from time to time. And I remember one time she came in to see, and she just came in and just started criticizing their how the apartment mm-hmm. smelled, yeah. how it looked. And she was up there for like she 15 minutes just going in. Going in. Cut, cut me up. It's dirty. I wouldn't have nobody in here. How do you have girls in here? This is terrible. This is, I just and that shamed me. And then and I went and bought lemons and lemon juice or whatever and poured it over and mopped the whole place so it smelled like lemons. And I got curtains. It was it was Shame is a powerful tool is what I'm trying to tell you. Uh So maybe getting her picture and having it posted like next to it, like, yo, watch out for this woman. Video of her and she's still and then she's taking this is who you want to watch out for. Tag her on Instagram and be like, yeah, I don't want nothing to happen to her, but my mother-in-law like to come over and just take our shit. So Right. You got to watch out for her. And then she'll lie and tell me she didn't. So I'm putting this here to prove that that's what she does. She's a thief. Everybody comment, let mama know we don't like this shit. Cut it out. Stop stealing. Yeah, maybe use a little social media shame and yeah. maybe even put your hands on her shit. No, I don't put your hands on My brother used to steal. I chin checked his ass. He had to think twice about stealing. Oh, you, you, you hit him? Hell yeah. 
What the fuck you mean? Did, oh, you hit it? You were surprised? <laughs> My mother would get mad. Oh, y'all fight, don't you? Wait, was it a fight or were you just knocking him out? Like, it's just difference. And I mean, I was his younger brother, but yeah, he, he couldn't fight very much. So you so. gave him a couple of those. He was like, all right, man, damn, I'll stay out your room. Yeah, yeah. Like, so. that's what you need to do. Just embarrass her. Slap her ass one good time. So ain't nothing like a little physical because <laughs> telling the cops is like, uh, yes, feel like a bit yeah. much. Somebody yeah. got to go to jail over a book. So yes, yeah, yeah. you know, but well, you just gone and gone and grab her by her collar when your husband ain't looking. Say, look in, bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna tell I you, ain't yeah. gonna keep playing. I ain't gonna play. Go play with me. Damn, ain't no respect. Game. Yeah, playing no damn game. Yeah, listen, so, y'all. This has been an extended episode, but I don't know them. Or, sometimes you know we're just chopping it up. Hmm? Sometimes don't get mad, get even. Go to her house and steal some shit. Well, this has been an extended episode Still of But I Don't Know. This, this has been so much fun. Take all her force. We want to thank y'all for listening. We appreciate the love and the questions. Keep coming back here. We're going to have a new episode every Tuesday. It's Avery Mason. It's Phil Hunt. Make sure to follow our social media. And Phil. share the uh, podcast with people, you know. Uh, you know, don't keep it to yourself. Yeah. You know, go yeah. throw them links up stingy. on social media. We put some clips up of the videos. Share those. Tell people about us, man. Yeah. Uh, review us. Where can they find you at? I, I am Phil Hunt, per usual. Yeah. P-H-I-L-H-U-N-T. If you can't spell I am, I don't want you following me on me. Yeah, I'm on TikTok, Instagram, Avery Mason Official, and Twitter, The Avery Mason. Thank you so much for joining us. Yo, we'll see you next week, man. Yeah, I'm going to go film a video of me rapping little Baby Lyrics. There you go. y'all so nah, easily Garth Brooks, impressed. Garth Brooks, Garth Brooks. Right. Garth Brooks. <laughs> Trisha Year would do that one. <laughs>